This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Gang, we are joined by the Titan of Tupelo, the frequent flyer Pharaoh. Your BM kind of slow, his BPM kind of go. He must have insomnia because he's in all these PJs. His work tools just like your body count, ones and twos. He must be a dom because the genres are sub. You jack off, he jack you. You holler at chicks, he hollertronics. The remix Raja, he going nuts on stage, that's testicles at festivals. The dinosaur Don Dada, the Duke of the Drop, Baron of the Baseline. His prostate must be bipolar because the stream's going crazy. Oh Everyone's always saying Diplo this, Diplo that. How about you dip both his nuts in your mouth? DJ Whoa. Producer, founder of Mad Decent, member of Too Many Supergroups account, and three-time Grammy winner Diplo. Diplo, how the hell are wow. you? Intro of all intros. Yeah, I'll, I had a real spit take. I hadn't heard yeah. it yet. Holy shit! We might just, just you can sample it, that. Finish the whole. <laughs> Yo, thanks for coming the on the show, bro. It's been a pleasure, dude. Wait, so, you. we got to talk about the Neosport on your team first. Okay, yeah, well, <clears throat> I was I've been running. Lately. And then one day. I'm trying to run to a marathon. And I've been trying to get my miles up every week, and today I did 12 miles here on the West Side Highway. Fire. And I wore. Um, some aloe yoga pants. I do actually like aloe yoga. They do some good clothes, but they're compression pants and I didn't bring them high enough. You got to give yourself an actual wedgie. Yeah, yeah. Like properly. And I kind of thought I did a it, but knuckle. as I started running, mm-hmm. it kind of loosened up. And about six miles in, I started to like get my balls and the, my, the bottom of my butthole, like all kind of mixed together. Yeah. And it was mm. like- The cornhole. Man, soup. Yeah. It wasn't nice enough. It's it's chafed a bit. <laughs> Damn. And I hit the neosporin a minute ago. I think when I was younger, that happened. Remember when you're like a little like, when you just start to get the balls going and uh-huh. like the hair starts to grow and you're like, well, there's, 12, more, there's more surface area. Yes. And I did baby powder a lot when I played sports. Did you guys do yeah, of course. powder the balls? Every mm-hmm. day. But then you don't do it as you get older, right? It just kind of goes. Well, uh, I think it depends uh, who you're talking on to. On a really swampy, hot, humid New York day. But like you're, yeah. you you're born to, in the swamp. I have to, yeah. yeah. You might, so I, was, I, I acclimated. I acclimated. Yeah. I got to get back into it, I guess. You got to yeah. get them, that, those uh, Florida swamp nuts back. Yeah. Does, Dip, does Ziplo apply his own Neosporin to his tain or do you no, have I, I, I flew, I flew someone here. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> All right. There's a, there's a proper like. Stars, girl. they're yeah. not like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for hosting us in your beautiful hotel room. Thank not you. the penthouse. We have to say on the record, unfortunately, dude. Um, it's someone actually taken. Up. Oh, um, I tried to get it for this particular podcast, but yeah. it was taken. So <laughs> get those streams up. Maybe we'll yeah. come back. Uh, the first thing we want to do. And also, should we call you? Whose hotel this is, right? What? Whose hotel this is? Whose hotel is this? It's Al Pacino's. For real? Because De Niro owns. The, oh no, De Niro. It's De Niro, Niro. He owns. Um, it's De Niro's Nobu. hotel. No, and and the what's the place right? On it's the De Niro's corner. hotel, and he always when he's in town, he stays in the penthouse. Oh, Bobby's Bob? Bobby's upstairs. I've seen him in the lobby a bunch of times. Okay. Last night I saw uh, Kate Hudson in the lobby. Oh wow! And I met Kurt Russell, and I met Goldie Hawn. Well, the whole fam was and, yeah, because it was Kurt and Goldie's 40th anniversary, and like Kate was, we were vibing. We just caught a little vibe and had a little little key in the in the lobby, and it was vibe. Sick, dude. Does Do- Does Robert De Niro know who you are? Uh, I don't think so. It's like, who's this fucking spicy? White I didn't boy? talk to him. I, he's, I was just, I seen him here because I know he's always in this okay. place. Al Pacino does know who I am. We, I was oh, in a movie sure. with him recently. He's plugged in. And he's the man. What movie? He's the goat, dude. It's a movie he did with Rick Ross. And it's like coming out on. <laughs> a, what? I swear to God. I'm in a scene with Rick Ross and, and Al Pacino. <laughs> Wait, Al Pacino's doing a movie with Rick Ross? I, we're in one scene together. I don't know how much Rick Ross is in. Oh, Al Pacino's playing Rick Ross in the Rick Ross documentary. Yeah, it's Ross the Rick Ross, Ross thing, documentary. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Does Al Pacino do the Rick Ross grunt in the movie oh. and, and vice versa? Uh, no, Rick Ross didn't even grunt. He was like, he was more calm. He was talking about going to. Sh- it, was, it was like casual, like we're all friends with Al. We're just okay, at his yeah. house. All right. Right, of course. And and I'm played, I played Diplo and he played Rick Rock. We weren't actually acting. Oh, okay. Right, so right, right. Do you have any chops? Can you act? I've been in a couple of movies. Yeah, but how? Was it dog shit? I or? will tell you what. I'm in this one called The High Note with uh, 
Dakota Johnson, is that her name? And I don't know. <laughs> You're Dakota Fanning? No. Oh, Dakota Johnson is um, the Nepo. She's baby. your she, colleague. She yeah, is Dakota Don Johnson. Johnson's daughter. That sounds right. Sonny Crockett. And that, and that, and that really nice... Uh, uh, let me just Google this. Real quick, so I, I love that you don't even know. Um, but I, but I was in the movie and I, oh, Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, it's about hey, her. come on now. It's about her. I just don't want to name her. Tracy Ellis Ross <laughs> is like an art, is like a, a, a an artist. Than Dakota Johnson. I'm like, I'm like a, I'm like a, well, they're both in it. Okay. So Tracy Ellis Ross plays. He doesn't see color. Is, is Dakota Johnson's her manager. And they, and I'm like a dickhead producer. You're Diplo. Wow. But not, I'm not Diplo. I had like, I had like a whole different style. What a stretch. A, but I improvised everything and I was, I kind of crushed it. You going to get the EGOT? Or what? You missed the whole season, so I didn't get I didn't get nominated. But oh, next time. Yeah, whole, next time. maybe for that. But you know, yeah. Rick Ross, fucking Link, dude. Yeah, we'll see. You know You're what? Diplo- I'm actually working on an EGOT uh, project with Al Pacino now. He wants an EGOT. He doesn't have a Grammy. Okay, so he needs he needs some fly beats from you. Trying to figure out something. How much is he gonna pay for that? I'm doing it for him. I'll do it for free. <laughs> how mean, much is he gonna pay for the Grammy? You got it. I don't know how much it is. I'm, I've never been offered it, but it's okay. really right. high. <laughs> But name your price if the yeah. Recording Academy is listening. We're trying to get number four for this man right here. You're about to get the P-God, bro. Yeah. At a podcast on that. <laughs> uh, so do we call you Diplo, Wes, Mr. Diplodomus? Wesley, what are you? Wesley's pretty Wesley? good. Wesley? All right, Wesley. The when first- someone sees me, they don't know me. Like a fan in the street, they call me Thomas. Oh. Because that's my Wikipedia like name, I guess. And so you Google me, they're like, well, nobody knows real name. And then when they scream Thomas, that means you don't know me. You're a fucking right. noob. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Let's say Wes. It's Come like, correct. It's a homie. Wes, thank you so much again for having us. The first thing we want Thomas, to do. Thomas, thank you. <laughs> Tommy, um, we want to do a little fit check. Right. You're going to walk us and the audience at home through the totality of your fit today. The choice for you oh, is do you want to start top down or do you want to go we're supposed bottom, to, we're supposed bottom to dress, up? we to dress good for this? It's a fashion it's a podcast, fashion. bro. Okay, so well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a men's now. grooming and fashion podcast. Well, well, I was rocking all the Gabrielle Hurst gear mm-hmm. earlier, which is too fancy for this podcast. So mm-hmm. some, but, Whoa. Um, Okay. No, I think I, the, mean, I think the phase is appropriate. Do you yeah. want to throw these bad boys on for the fifth? Yeah, let's do it. I don't, I don't have shoes on. I have toe separators. Right. Not because you got your toes did, but because of the running. Yeah, because I have to. Like, you have to. You have to run with a wider toe. Yeah. So you got the mischief big big red boots that you oh, yeah, wore courtside, and, and then back to that, they're comfortable and they're comfortable to wear. But um, I got both socks back. What am I doing? And then, <laughs> but but when you wear compression pants and that without like any anything here on your on your, uh, your shins, on your shins. Yeah. yeah. Look at this. This is from the game. They tear the hair off. No, just get like that. Oh my oh, god! Gee, you get dude. that from like walking. It keeps Damn. Going, so that's not from fucking Eric Andre. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> yeah, he's a biter. He's, he's a biter. He's, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't actually have to put these. Put this mic down. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, they're, if, here they I are. Mean, are they I don't hard to open that box? They were there. So let's start. We'll start with there. How many miles do you think you could run in the big red boots? If you wear, if I put sweatpants on to guard my shins, I could probably nail a couple miles. Really? Like, if it I could a mile, two right. miles. They're so, like you. They're sized for you. Like it's a whatever your shoe it's, size. It's, a, is, right? it's an eleven and it's snug. Because but it's they all snug. just look the same size, but they're actually like yeah. There's uh, some type of. What do you think about mischief? Yeah. What do you guys think about mischief? Uh, we okay. Well, we talked about this, and this podcast is coming out in a few weeks when the album comes out, so it'll be stale. But uh, <laughs> we kind of respect this so that, that they held up like a funhouse culture, to, like sneaker, a funhouse mirror. Up to like sneaker culture and hype culture, and they're like, "Look, people will go crazy yeah. over anything." Yeah. With that said, the influencer marketing was so turbo that I think everyone was absolutely fucking sick yeah. of seeing these things every single day. But you know, Dan, the guy that does it, he 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 like picked like maybe forty people to give them to, and he said like people were getting them however they could. Really? Yeah. He, like the guy sat next to me, or the guy was on the court side, a corner outside was a corner. A guy plays for the Giants, and Dan's like, "I don't know how that guy got them. Like we don't yeah. know. He just people, bought them on stock because he was like he don't, he was he wanted me to like wear them and debut it at the court side. And he was like that guy like literally had a plug. Wait, there's a it. fellow courtside sitter, yeah, 
who was sitting. A guy he, who plays for the Giants. Who, who was it? I didn't. I didn't recognize him because oh, he was also wearing like the guy on like Star, Star Trek. Trek yeah, the Star Trek visor, visor sunglasses. Whatever that cool, guy, though. Data cool. or whatever that guy's data, name yeah, is. Data glasses on. <laughs> did you guys fucking Spider Man meme across the court? We did. Damn. We did. We came. You know, because I never been to um, MSG for a basketball game, so I never been to like your New York. Chairman's Lounge. It's a vibe there. Neither have I. Mean, when Neither you're talking to us, like, we've been invited to yeah. Chairman's Lounge. What? But it's like, you know, in LA, we have Chairman's It's not called Chairman's Lounge, but but in the halftime, they send out, like, the celebrities to, like, an area where you just get okay. free, like, Pen Express, and then you, like, hang out. <laughs> you get free Pen Express? That's sick, dude. That's the wow. number one perk of being a celeb is getting free Pen Express on James Dolan's yeah. dime. Yeah. That's why we do this, right, Wes? Yeah. 100%. I haven't had Pen Express for a while, but it, it wasn't actually Pen Express. Bro, I love Pen but the, Express. But the chicken, that Kung Pao chicken is really. The orange chicken. The orange chicken. The orange chicken. What's your, uh, what's your, what's your number? one fast food spot um i'll tell you this i know I you're a healthy at, guy but like yeah i've been into like raising canes a lot lately Ooh. that's a new thing in la we just got those but yeah the sauce goes crazy right it's really good the bread the bread? it's like the texas bread. toast right the bread is really good um i used to work at subway i've had like a year and a half there you're, so you're a sandwich artist yeah i was a sandwich artist. were you nice with it like were your sandwiches like head and shoulders above your peers yeah this is when they first started introducing that new bread they had like different like you know first it was like just white and wheat and then yeah. they started doing like like Italian. 10 grain all that shit yeah and I was like, you know, I, 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 Parmesan I, and herb. I served it. Yeah. I served it. <laughs> he whipped up that work yeah. behind the glass. But yo, yo, remix me a fucking meatball parm real quick. We got robbed a lot, though. <laughs> really? Wait, yeah. How often? It was on Orange It was on Orange Avenue in Orlando. And it was open until like four in the morning. I got robbed. I mean, while I was working, I got robbed twice. You're a statistic, dude. Yeah. But I, I hid in the freezer once. <laughs> Fire. And then um, as I was leaving Subway, I stole like probably... 400 sub club cards nice and all the stickers so they were ate. robbed three times then and just yeah. like do you, were you like peddling them or did you just come back and like i ate eat? i was like i eating. was like borderline homeless at that point in my life and i was kind of eating subway every building world. a house Bro, that's kind of, out of rolls that's our origin story <laughs> yeah. too we were so broke when we we're trying to make in fashion first that we get the five dollar foot long mm, six yeah. inches for lunch six inches for dinner yeah well i did pause I know you, you were yeah, fucking finesse <laughs> yeah. i was actually traveled across country only eating subway what yeah what was your order or were you like, did you have I to was actually, it up? At that time, I was kind of being vegetarian. I was, I was like fake vegetarian. I okay. was eating like cheese sandwiches in some way. <laughs> Maybe like, they didn't have a patty. They had like this really bad patty. That's veggie. That is, they were yeah, like yeah. one of the originators of the, of the veggie patty. Sure. It was like cold and it was like nasty. Like the new ones are so much better. I don't, I don't really eat veggie food anymore, but that, that, those patties are one of the worst. The old Subway veggie patties. Damn, shout out to Subway. Vegan. I was like fake vegan for like six years from like 17 you to 24. Capping. I called it freegan. It was like, wait, you were like dumpster diving, kind of like that. <laughs> but I would actually do uh, whatever you could get. I, if you could steal meat, you could eat it. Okay. That, oh, that's turn, honestly that's a great policy. It, that in turn hurts the the, the industry. I it's like, like. Uh, it's like vintage t shirts, yeah. right? Yeah. If you shoplift like meat, you can eat it. That's yeah. like the right. rules. Yeah, you're an eco terrorist. Go. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got through the fit. Okay, so the, the boots are not wearing. Boots. He's not okay. wearing them. So you have toe spacers on. Uh, okay, so I got I got on bare feet in the fucking. I got toe separators. I got the socks. Oh, you got socks on. Who makes the socks? The socks are Nike running socks. Shout out Nike. Shout what out shoes fam. you running? The swoosh. I was wearing the red boots for the podcast, but otherwise I have, I've, I've been running in Skechers. Really? Those are Skechers, yeah. like shape yeah. ups. Yeah. Honestly, they're running shoes. I've been, I'm, I'm a kind of a run of shoe guy. Like I'm trying to figure out what the ones are right. And okay. Brooks are Hoka. great. Hoka are good. Asics? The clouds are good, but those Skechers might be the best ones so far. Are these wow. ones that make your, are these ones that make your booty gigantic? No, they're softer. Maybe they have like, they're like, they're padded. And I, have okay. like a, I have like a, I have like arch support. I've been trying to get my feet right for this marathon. Well, Kim Kardashian had the make your ass fat. Yeah. Uh, sketches. He's always a Joe Montana. Remember those? They like, I don't know that, TV. but I was running and I had a really good pace and this girl passed by me and she was running only on her toes. Saw that. I saw this on IG. Yeah. And I was like, what the f And I, I ran faster and beat her for a minute and then <laughs> had to go find a bathroom in Central Park and then she beat me again. <laughs> 
but I was like, I had a good pace. I, did, I had a good run. All right. Damn. A little uh, pigeon what are the, on what the, the bridge. The, the pants the pantalones. are mm-hmm. pants. They're doing, uh, I'm going to Brazil this weekend. This will be in the past, I guess. But yeah. I'm going to Brazil and Dolce Gabbana sponsoring the carnival float I'm playing. They, they, dress, oh, they, they, they dress all the major lasers. So I, these pants I wear a lot now. Shout out DNG. Uh, Got the big Stussy. Appreciate you guys not being racist. This is Stussy. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. They gave me this. I, I liked it. Uh, and then I have a shirt on from like, What's the name of this company? It's like oh. they make comfortable shirts. <laughs> I don't know. Nike. Do a tag check. Haynes? Let's see. Hold on. Let me get up in this bitch. They're like they're like they're like a comfortable like t-shirt company. Cool. Like fucking Buck Mason. What is it? Diplo is not just a fucking international citizen. He is a cotton citizen. Cotton citizen. Oh, big fire. Yeah. Big comfortable tees. Yeah, it's really comfortable. Those are good Easy. for flying in. Yeah. What about uh? What about the hardware? What about like the earring or any oh, jewels? Someone I made from like a dollar store. I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> like from Claire's or some shit. Rings, yeah. chains. Are you a chain guy? No, I have um, I had a bunch of like Cuban links and like baguettes back in the day, and I was like wearing them to my last country project. I had the style of like kind of mm-hmm. like, I was kind of like a disco country cowboy chained out. Because I mean, there's some guys that can pull it off, like little Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, type there's there's like there's some you can do that. It's <laughs> it's a hard one to do. Um, Ric Flair kind of like that. Yeah, yeah of course. Guy Fieri had like crazy AP watches all the time. Yeah, yeah. your boy. Um, but. I, did, I pulled that out a little bit and now I'm like more like a Van Cleef and Arpels guy. Like the like okay. only, like only chains I really sure. wear. Um, what so. about the panties? What are we rocking down there? Damn, probably Calvin Klein. I think okay. I saw. Deal, they did a deal with me once and I just kept wearing the same pairs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, the rubber, and then and the Neosporin on the taint. Yeah. yeah. Get that. Actually, I couldn't find Neosporin. It's off brand. Oh, oh no, shit. dude. It's yeah. the like Neosporin. Reed brand? It's one that came in a little, it came in like a little packet. I don't know. Whether, I can find it for you. They got to know this. <laughs> this man's got a big ass taint, dude. We need the fucking full tube. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What's Grundle? That's grundle taint cornhole well, oh, ridge. I think, I think taint is a woman's and a grundle is a man's. What is it Not for? That, we're that part, it's just like what is it for? It's for yeah. your pleasure. <laughs> I don't. It's for that. separating your dick from your ass. Yeah, because like, like, you right. don't shit where you eat. Buddy. But it's like a it's like a weird area. It's like there's like <laughs> it's some little skin there. I don't know sure what the purpose of it. It just fucks up when you run. Yeah. So when you bike too. Yeah. Um. If you were to get us the fucking packet of used off brand Neosporin used on your taint, could have sold that shit on eBay for like a thousand. Oh yeah, for sure. There's got to be you. some freak Game out used. there. My, my whole management company is hiding in my bathroom doing like Zoom calls right now. So I can't get it. But <laughs> shout out Andrew. Shout and we're sipping that. on Saratoga. Yeah. And that is a complete fit check and drink check. So let's yeah. Show I'm also hitting this thing too, the uh, Mother Earth that? juice press. Oh nice. Okay. Uh, Thomas. So <laughs> sorry, not Thomas, but I will call you Thomas. <laughs> oh man, damn. Wait, was that for real? <laughs> West Diplo. No, we we are getting some more country music this year from Thomas Wesley. Yes, mm. yes. Right? Yes. So if Good you intro. had a if you had the Dallas Buyers Club kind of Ric Flair, yeah. um, Ashley Schaefer look last time. <laughs> Ashley Schaefer, that's good. What are the country ass fits gonna be in this chapter two? This one's more just normal workwear kind of regular blue, blue guy. collar? Yeah, a little blue collar because like, what are you the, talking like double knees and fucking work shirts? There's some like I think some of the press photos, well, I'm pretty shirtless and I'm just wearing like double RL like <laughs> jeans and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then I have like some waders in one of the shots. Oh, nice. Okay. Waders are really cool. Actually, because I went down to my dad's house and we just shot like my life. We shot mm. the first one was kind of like I'm doing country. Is that because so, I live in LA and this is I'm wearing like fat. Yeah, I, I it's wore, a character. I bought a bunch of awesome, you know, what I love about country country fits are the um, you know, the Manuel, uh the Nudie suits? The nudie suits. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who. Post Malone Fort, style. Yeah. Fort, Fort Lonesome made a bunch of me. There's like two companies that are that are doing them. And they're really expensive suits. And they're mm-hmm. one-offs, but they're, they're, they're works. Oh, they're works fire. Yeah. So I did like a couple. I did like five of those. We did one for the Elvis movie we did. Just, that was like, I love that style. Mm-hmm. Um, And some girls still do like Sierra Fair. Like there's a lot of women that really rock those like uh, Nikki Lane. And there's a bunch of women that are doing those kind of suits and rocking their shows. But this one, I went down to my dad's house and we just shot at like where he, he owns a trailer park. 
near Daytona. It was like fishing and we used to shrimp there and, and like he shoots gators and stuff. So we just kind of <laughs> did like my life. And we shot so like that, that music kind of video stuff. wasted. Like that's kind of like how you grew up. Yeah, just like in the, like, fuck, in the that's, swamp. That's fully like that was shot in, in Miami though. I couldn't believe okay. that little area was part. It's like no one, all the Uber drivers took us there. They were like, we never heard of this. <laughs> it was a weird part of like North Miami. Learning about their own but it, city. It does. It is very like central Florida. Well, we already got Kodak Black on the lead single. Mm-hmm. Um, who, Rogers, are, baby. who are some other all-star names on this album? Um, this will be out when it comes out. So yeah. it'll be, uh, we've got, um, we've got, uh, Sturgill Simpson. Ooh. Okay. We've got Doug Cameron and Sturgill together on a song. That's the next one. Um, we've got Jesse Murph and Polo G. Ooh, we've man. got uh, some new country artists. There's a girl named Lily Rose. And there's an amazing girl named Morgan Wade. She's from Kentucky. She's all tatted up and she's like kind of like an outlaw girl. Nice. And uh, and that the first one's gonna, it's going to be six records or seven okay. records. Oh, so tight little, tight little album. Yeah. Country music. You just drop a bunch of songs and we're, we think that we have 30 demos. We're like, this was released the six strongest ones. I make videos for all of them. Uh, um, Kodak Black, personal favorite of the podcast. What's mm-hmm. something about him that might surprise people? Uh, you worked with him a bunch. Yeah, we've done. We only did three days total. But uh, I just think he might be one of the best like artists. Yeah. All, greatest all greatest love songwriter of our, of our generation. True he, genius. Loves the, he does the love songs. He had Miami bass records back in the day. He, uh, you know, he wrote so much in jail. And when he, that was like the first session he did out of jail. He went to see Kendrick right, right, right away. First day out. And you got to go Kendrick. Then, yeah, he did the Kendrick, which, you know, did some bunch of interludes and people were <laughs> mad. Oh, yeah. Kendrick <laughs> fans are mad. And I was <laughs> like, bro, this is the guest guy represents everything about hip hop music. Right. Kodak is the voice. This man also did his time. Yeah. Like he's the voice. I mean, Kendrick didn't even Trump got him out of jail. Entertain that, that, that those comments. He was just like, this album is my album. This is my message. I mean, you can't really criticize people putting people on the records. Um, but we did a bunch of records right out of jail and he had done all these kind of, he was working on his, but just his like chest, like he was making beats and drums. Oh, wow. Like, so he had lunch table style. He came with a, he came with a shoebox full of lyrics and just like I got this one, like went like loose leaf yeah, from jail, th- thumb through them and wasted. He just did it on his chest. I recorded with an iPhone mic and then we put him in the booth and I just made that. Holy look. shit. What? And we did. We did three other songs like that, like very acoustic. Right. Right. We did one rocking song and then um, we have a bunch of other demos we were sitting on that are more darker and more country ish. So he has a bluesy tone. Yeah. You incredible. Know? On the way over here, I was listening to, uh, you know, Diplo presents the Gucci album from like, I don't know when the fuck that yeah. was like 2005. Free Gucci. Free Gucci. We get a fucking well Kodak Those free already, but like are sick. We did free Gucci shirts that came with a mixtape, and they're like, remember been at Barnes and Nobles, and they have like the famous writers, and they're drawn like in this calligraphy drawing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Wall Street Journal with Gucci, <laughs> and it was like a really rare shirt. I don't know if they're even, even like on sale. Are we run like, it back with Kodak. Yeah, dude. Might. Dang. I mean, he's this car, way more complicated now because people have deals and right, right, right. Because he's so valuable when a record comes out with Kodak, but he's so easy to work with. His team is great. Um, He's obsessed with like the white culture that like with the video he's like the he had the best time ever to shoot the video with us. <laughs> Fucking he getting wasted in the swamp. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, he was like, he was there from like to the end. He was rocking. He made best friends with everybody. You know, the driver, Kodak and co were like, right, right. After right. that, it was just, the guy is one of the most personable. The people's chances champ. people. It's like, anywhere he puts the work in, like he's yeah. really hard working. He has a hard time. He has, he's like always targeted as when he's driving around and he has to smoke black and white. He can't smoke weed because it's a federal crime. Right. So he spoke black and miles and he moved, I think he's trying to move to Arizona because it's easier for him, but his, his, his parole is like difficult. Arizona. Um, yeah. I mean the fucking start, the album star studied, obviously like your entire Rolodex is just like nothing but a listers, B listers, C listers, only who's the artist you like hanging out with the most, just like on a one-to-one personal level. This is, this is a funny question. Cause I haven't hung out with them in a long time, but I'll tell you the, 
most entertaining sessions you'll ever have are with Bruno Mars. Yeah. Really? He's the funniest person in the world. Like he's just a comedian and him and Anderson Pack and him and Phil Schmeezing Tins. I remember working with them back my first sessions ever. And then seeing him in clubs or bars and just the guy like he just has like the one liners right away. And he's <laughs> yeah. Fucking bawling. Laughing. I mean, he's I mean, an entertainer at heart, yeah. right? I mean, he's, like, very, he's very funny. He's Short very guy's got to be funny. Yeah, yeah he's it's very true. Funny. Both those him and Anderson are really funny. Um, DJ wise, the personalities are not always there. <clears throat> but the rappers are always funny. If you can get into, if you can like, if they trust you, Snoop, for instance, you know, we did a whole album together many years ago. And every time I see him, he's got stories to tell. And of course, he's one of the, probably that's, one of the top tier that's creators of our generation. Oh, absolutely. Top, that's top unk. Yeah. That's, that's goat he's status. Really, he's really special. Um, yeah. Those are my two favorite, probably. What can you tell us about the new major laser album coming this year? That is going to be out like March, April. And that's going to be just an, uh, uh, a specific genre of music. Okay. I'm a piano. Oh, wow. It's South African music. It's with Major League. And it's our take on that with a bunch of South African artists. And that's kind of like the, the music that's happening right now in, in, in the clubs in Africa. Oh, in word. Okay. So I'm a piano. All right. Well, Major Lazer <laughs> is named after a one-armed Jamaican zombie war commando, right? Whose mission is to set the universe yes. free using music. <laughs> How close are you guys to accomplishing that mission? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, we're bad on the back burners at the moment. Okay. We, uh, we had done, we did, we did 12 years of music. I mean, that concept came out of like a really drunk night. You don't say. <laughs> and then, it was funny. We had a bag. It was me, my manager at the time, Kevin, and this guy switch. who was a producer with me. We had a bag of names that I wrote and they were just random Jamaican names, like Admiral and Mackerel, like, you know, whatever Cuddy and like the things is mm-hmm. like a, basically a random Jamaican name generator. You know, there was the Wu-Tang one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same shit. Yeah. General like, Aki. Yeah. There was like, there was like, there was a bunch for, we just put them on a bowl and then Wagwan Major Uchini. and Laser. Sergeant Patty. And we put yeah. it together and it was like, okay, I guess that's the project. And the name turned into the story and became the concept for the first album was cool. The artwork was amazing. I was mm-hmm. like gateful and you saw like this animation and we loved, we loved, you know, Lemonius, who was a dance hall illustrator back in the eighties. And we just kind of took his style and, and did this sort of, comic book anime version of yeah of of dance hall heroes and it was awesome the videos were like that and the whole project was just a mess like we did like eric and wareheim did the videos back in yeah, those yeah. days and it was just chaos do you miss that like free form chaos yeah i mean the thing about doing weird videos that sometimes it does work for sometimes, shop, it, you know, yeah. sometimes it doesn't and people are like turned off by the by the videos they're like what is this we had a song called bubble butt with bubble butt. bruno mars bubble, bubble, bubble butt and the Iconic. video was so weird that it kind of bombed the song. Oh, kind no. Of, yeah, it was just too weird. All, like, the, all the video hoes were wearing those sketchers, yeah. make your ass fat. It was, <laughs> it was one of the craziest videos. And then we just, that was our thing. We were like, we're just like. With the video bombed, the, the you sabotage yourself? But it was a really big pop kind of hip hop song that like, if we just done a video with like girls, right, and right, pool yeah. and cars. Champagne. Would have been easy, but we were, we were taking the, the different road. The, always. We we're always yeah. the guys doing something It doesn't different. pay to take risks. But it pays off in general with what we do. Like you, we just did everything risky. Like. A record like Pond the Floor was like a total right. record. And that was like not even a single. And that became our biggest record of that album. Really? And Beyonce ended up sampling it. And mm, it yeah, that's a right. huge hit for us because it, we, do, we took all the chances on that record. And we made a video that was crazy for that one. So it did work on that record. With a record that was more formatted to be hip hop, it, it was just we should have gone with that 
demographic. A little bit of a double-edged sword when yeah, it comes so, but, to the but, experimentation. But it hit, you, do, you do a lot of those and you're going to win more often than not. Right. And people right. are going to remember you to, for being the ones that took chances. Totally. Bigger the risk, bigger the reward. Exactly. Absolutely. Who's an artist you've never worked with that maybe one day you would love to get together and <clears throat> make some art with? This question is so tired. And <laughs> Like, Yo, you don't know how much of a famous listener base we have. Someone you might be speaking yeah. directly to. I mean, everybody is very accessible <laughs> at this point. You know, like I mean, for you, but but it, yeah, but speak it, for but, yourself, bro. Uh, but in but in the end, you know, my first my first DM conversation was probably at, like early days of Instagram. I remember I saw Chuck D followed me. Oh shit! So I was like DM'd him like, "Yo, I love you," and we met and we hung out. And I was like, "That's I was tight. like, I was like, that was the minute I was like, "What do wow. you guys do?" We were on tour together. So oh, okay. we, like, we were talking about doing a record together. Mm. We never did one. You're like, wait, what do, I, what do I do this with other artists and other bitches? Like, yeah. but, but, but the thing was, Instagram DMs were so good at creating something. Like, that's what's it's crazy. Artists that you never know about. Like, because you have to find NR and sure, the sure, relationship's sure. not real. But then it became like, oh, I just connection. talked to you. Like, even Dove Cameron, I, would just, I just DM'd her. I was like, yo, I'm a fan. Will you come do a record with me? Yo, we you went up. To Paris. Trying to hit the stew. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it works. <clears throat> um, so if you had to answer our terrible fucking question. <laughs> well, I'm going to say Rihanna because oh. I think for Major Laser, a project that we, it, work, it works really well. And like, I think we'd do something great with her or BTS or some artist that well, could do. You got to wait another like seven months at least, you know? Yeah. yeah. But we, but we, I talk, I, I've done studio with her a couple of times. She's cool. She's, she likes what our projects. It just, I mean, I appreciate this out. It's not, it's not yeah, she's not going to put a record out, but I mean, she was just already an artist that was like, I mean, even when you work on, on records as a songwriter, you kind of work on like, this could be for Beyonce or Rihanna because those are the two artists that do take risks. They do, they do right. challenging records. Two goats. They do hits. And even if you don't make their album, which I made a bunch of Beyonce records for their albums, those records are going to be quality for whatever you do. Yeah. So if you aim for those, I always thought like you aim for those big projects and then take them for yourself, which I've done. Mm. You know, every record I've done, it was, it was always to be sold to a bigger artist. And then when they don't take it, I put it on myself and we win. I'm Shoot for the moon, Beyonce, exactly. land on the stars, Diplo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, that, was, that was always the story with Lean On. You know, I played it for Rihanna and she didn't like it. Really? We put it out <laughs> and now it's the biggest fucking song of all yeah, time. But it wasn't like, she, it wasn't, it wouldn't make sense for her at the time, but I was like, this would be perfect for you to do. How did she album. turn it down? Like with tact or was she like, this is dog shit? Well, there's a funny story and I always, it's people rinse me on this because we did a session together and I played her other records in that same vein of some of the reggae records we were doing because we had done Get Free. It was a really cool record mm -hmm. at the time and I loved the sound. And she was like, Diplo, why are you playing me this airport reggae? And I, told, <laughs> I always tell the story and people always say like, you know, they were dissing me because, but it was, a, she was being funny at the time and it was a funny comment. I always loved that comment. Airport reggae, dude. That's a great genre. It was, someone, yeah. it was already in like a magazine that someone rinsed me and they always dig it up and find it and bring it back. Like, well, we're we, hate you. We do no research. But yeah. I was like, it was yeah. the, the, the comment was a joke between right. me and her. But you were like, all right, let me bring this to a Swedish girl named Mo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, Mo already sung it and we just like didn't think it was like, it was maybe bigger than her. Yeah. Oh, shit. And in the end, her voice was so special that it made the record really special. So you don't oh. know. And our biggest hits with Major Lazer, besides Cold Water having Justin Bieber, was mm. Mo had a billion streams and lighted up with Nyla, who's like an unknown right, you know, right. artist from Jamaica too. So if you, is nothing's guaranteed with a, with a pop star anymore either. You True. Know? Some, sometimes like Miley, she, she, she'd been on a hiatus for a while and her, she came up with a solid record. Her voice sounds better than ever. So you can do it, but you know, other times people, how many records have you, I'm not going to name pop stars, but they just go, you don't even hear them. Yeah, they drop, true. they drop and then they're gone. You know, it's quiet out here for pop yeah. stars. <laughs> Let me ask another rinsed ass question. <laughs> What's the most played song on your Spotify? On my Spotify? Yeah. I'm, me playing records? No, just like, what do you listen to for yeah. yourself? Oh. Your well, you know, I looked at my year's ending. It was so random. You're like, wrapped. Yeah, my wrapped. Did he post like, it or were like, you like ashamed? 
No, nah, it was it was cool. It was like some Bad Bunny. I was on tour with him. Bad Bunny. Yeah, he was good. Uh, there was a lot of like random African vintage records, like stuff from like Zambia. That just was like, like this record. Yeah, Zamrock stuff. There was like a bunch of country stuff, um, like random The Wood Brothers, and uh, there was like dancehall records. It was just everything. You What's know, your screen time in general? Because like you're seemingly. I, I like to just put on radio. I, I find a record that I'm like, oh, this is interesting. As a producer, I like if it's house music, I go to radio and just hear on all Spotify. The music. Yeah, I hear okay, all the yeah, music. Yeah. There's, a, there's an app I love. <clears throat> Let me call for quick. There's an app I love called Radio with four O's. Have you guys heard it? <laughs> no, no. And you just pick a continent or a state or oh, a country cool. and you that's pick a fire. decade and then they play random records that are that's from cool. that decade. You pick fast, slow, or weird. And then you can make a whole like playlist of different oh, countries tight, and different decades. Shout like out that. Radio with four yeah. O's. Shout out Radio. Yeah. Well, what's your screen time in general? It's like 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, 24 hours. I have it. I, I have it just on my face <laughs> when I sleep. <laughs> um, it's, it's a lot more than I want it to be, but yeah. the job sure takes it what you know, percentage? I, I, I wish i could do more you know i don't i barely check my emails like well, I you have a whole fucking team for that dude. no but i got my emails i gotta check like my team nah, yeah yeah dude, like I, I no way think, like deals i gotta look at or that's like, the first thing you give demos. to some fucking you know, like, I listen to mixes of like i have to listen to mix i have to send true. i have to send files to people i gotta like actually Just get the ai it, get i'm still the a producer i'm that. still like i have to dig up my computer open the files sure. send stems like i have to do all that stuff every day what percentage of your screen time is uh on raya uh good question hmm not much. I've been in New York. New York's crazy. It's too busy. Yeah. There's like nothing. There's like, there's no, there's no downtime. Yeah. I'm it literally like, like it I'm was like, New York fashion week and shit. Yeah. So. I'm like literally, get, I got here at the end. So I missed most of fashion week. I get, I got, I'm like lucky to get a bed by like 11. So I was trying to wake up early and, and run. I didn't, I went to bed at like 1 a.m. And I woke up at eight. You're and I was cock like, blocking yourself. Yes. Yeah. I was mad. I was really trying to hang out, but I, 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 I picked the run instead. Picked the marathon. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you listen to your own music when you fuck? <laughs> no. Oh, really? Come on. Dude. I don't. There is one playlist I made called The Worst Songs to Have Sex With, too. What's the oh, song I got to hear some of these. It's so good. It's yeah. so fire. I'm going to dig some, it up for you guys right some now. Bangers. Like, this one, if you can Jack actually. Jack, you, I'm sorry. If you, can actually, if you actually have sex to this, like, Congrats. You're, 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 you're a stud. You're a fucking psycho. Yeah. If you could have sex in spite of these is it like, tunes. Is it like Jerry Seinfeld stand up? That's on there. No, that, the song is the, 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 the theme song's on oh. there. Oh, oh, yeah. A little Chris Rock, No Sex in the Champagne Room, just. Beating cheeks to a fucking stand-up routine. It's right, got, um, okay, here we go. The first song on there is Angel by Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> it's got Reading Rainbow theme song. Ooh, banger. Cotton Eye Joe, Rednecks. <laughs> the Wii Sports theme song. Wow. <laughs> so that's a hit, dude. Have you ever tr have you ever tried to fuck to this? Oh, yeah, I have. I was on Mushrooms. I didn't. I did. I finished it. Yo, if God bless America is listening by Lee Greenwood. Wait, so, you, so you, you were you successfully smashed the yeah, yeah. worst songs to fuck to. Yeah. Yo ho. A Pirate's Life for Me is a good one on there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the playlist. Can people find this in public? Yeah. The Maybe. worst songs I, to have sex to. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you guys. Fuck Thank it, you. Dude. <laughs> Damn, dude. Is there, any dip, is there any Diplo on there? I'm looking. No, there's a Kids Bop version of Thrift Shop by Macklemore. Oh, wow. What about dude. the OG? What about the Taps? OG? Thrift no, shop? the Kids Bop. The Kids Bop was Taps is a good Yo, banger, dude. <laughs> and if you can get to this, is like this is like this is 30 songs in. So if you I get to this Taps one, when I bust too soon. Yeah. If you can get to this one, like this is a you're a stud. <laughs> really? You should be doing porn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Raven theme song from That's So Raven. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a good damn, one. Damn, dude. You got jokes, bro. <sighs> yeah. This man Fox and got jokes. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Diplo. What's, what's if, the like, girl, if the girl comes back, then, she, then she's also crazy too. Yeah. If she can last through that, you're just like, you you trap. It, might be, it might be the wife Yo, yo. That's just crazy. If she asks you to run it back, wife her, dude. A hundred percent. So you know she's the one. Yeah. She's in it for the didic. Um, Diplo. <laughs> what song from your plethora of hits do you hate hearing? 
Hmm. Like it comes on at the, the club, number one come, comes on worst. on the fucking airport in the PJ comes on on the girls. Worst songs have sex. You yeah, play the girls on that playlist. I gotta, I gotta rethink my, my life. Yeah. But, um, honestly, it's not, I've always been proud of like the records I've, I've made. I've, I've I had a little, I had like a couple of years stint where I'm in LA just trying to make pop songs with people Yeah, that I produce and I'm not like the right, they're not my song. And right. I'm kind of like a little bit of a shame to some of the records. They're not great. But um, but the fucking I was, bag was yeah, nice. But I was, but that was a job. Like I was, yeah. I was DJing and making money on my own terms and on my own shows. I had to grind. Like I had to do like everything else. I was in LA. I had a kid there. I had to make money, pay rent. I had to write songs. Um, but the worst thing is when you just hear a mix as a DJ, as a producer, I hear like mixes of house records that I made that I just hate that mix. Oh, someone butchered oh. your shit. Yeah, like I hate the mix. I'm like, oh, I wish the drum. Why the fuck did I let that kick go? Like yeah. whatever it is. And you're like, Ugh. so are you, are you able to like have fun in the club, or are you like fucking analyzing no, the like, music? I, I like to go see DJs that I that I want to hear. Like okay. if I'm interested in, like what's this guy gonna play? Right. Want to hear what he, what's the crowd gonna feel like? I love doing that, but then I do get bored after a little while. You know, is Hank Corson the next Diplo? Hank Corson is pretty close. I mean, he's good. Yeah. He's spicy he, white he rock, boy. He rocks a party. Yeah. He's is he the Stussy, is he your Stussy plug? Yeah, he is my Stussy plug, hundred <laughs> percent. Wait, did I was like, get, I didn't, I didn't know Stussy was making clothes again. And Hank's like, every time I see Hank, he's Stussy. Bro, not bro, just Stussy clothes, is like gas. Stussy is back, yeah, they're dude. they're really dope. Shout out Stussy. They do dude. like they made a sick drug rug the other day. That was mm. really cool. Was it, the, a, was it the Phillies? No, drug rug. Or the, the it was the Eagles. Or the Eagles. Sorry, my bad. No, no, that was no. They made one that was like a, a white one. I, it's not. It wasn't from that that game. That's from like a Mexican dude in LA. But um, not to be I, I burned that one after after walking yeah, out. Yeah. But it was sad. Bad condolences. Yeah, you know what happened? I went to like the fanatics box and I hung out with Kevin Hart, and I go, "We got this man." He goes, "Don't say that. You fucking jinxed us. Don't fucking say that." He was so mad. I said, "Yo, that. you did though," and it might have been my right. fault. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We should blame Diplo. You. Oh, if anyone from Philly's listening, Diplo it wasn't lost the refs. It the wasn't chip. the sod. It was fucking Wes. <laughs> yeah, you bro. heard it here first. Fucking guy, yeah. not a team player, bro. Fuck. We got in your own way in terms of uh, being an Eagles fan, how often does like being really fucking hot get in your way as an artist where people are like, oh man, not taking seriously because they yeah. just want to fuck you. Yeah. Or, like, so difficult. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's hard out here, but I just make it, I'm, I just make it work, man. Yeah. Hot just face privilege. Work. Yeah. I just make it work. Just make it, you know, use my good looks to, you yeah. know, if you were uglier, you might not be more successful, obviously, but like your output might be better. Yeah. Right. Who's to say? I, I'd, I'd spend less time chasing girls, probably. And I'd just be in my ugly studio being ugly and focus on <laughs> the music a lot bangers, more. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be way better producer. Yeah. Um, you know, producing is like not that fun. It's like not that cool. It's a pretty dorky like pastime. Like, yeah, like, but you for, enjoy it's it, for, right? It's for nerds. I don't enjoy it what? that much. Really? I like to write records with people. I like to sit in a studio and I like to like, oh, let's get a guitar and like, let's talk about that. I love that. I hate like, Cause that's like the tip of the iceberg. Like I've been working with labyrinth on the new LSD project and like writing with him in the room, we write 20 songs in like 20 hours. It's so much fun. He's like, it's so creative, but that record has to be special. It has a sound special. Mm -hmm. Like he's so special guy and he makes records sound weird and unique. So it takes like six months to make things sound interesting. And I'm like going back and I'm like hearing music on the side. I'm like, I want, oh, it's I fucked the game up. I got to change it again. And yeah. Now producing is not that special when we were doing Jack, you and, Mm -hmm. the beginning of the LSD project, everything was so good. People, it was a high level of production. Like people were really excited about sound. Sound design was great. Skrillex was like at peaking at that time. And like everything sounded great. I was always turned on. And now it's like pop is a little more flatter in the production. Songwriting might be a little cooler at the moment, but the producers are kind of like, they're not being that progressive anymore. Okay. So, but I think it's a formula, but this LSD project, I do want, it was always, I thought it was, I was really interested in making it sound super unique and weird and being pop breakers. So, but that takes a lot of time. Like Major Lazer, when I did this song, Get Free, or even Lean On. Lean On was a record we wrote, a reggae beat, super slow, not special at all. <laughs> I just knew the hook was really nice. And it was like really long. It was 130 BPM. 
And I sat on it and one of my managers was like, that was a good hook. And I brought it back and I talked to DJ Snake. He had just had a hit with that one, this 100 BPM thing was happening. I love what he was doing. I was like, can you help me do some drums for this? We did it, changed the whole song, rewrote it, resung it. Maybe 35, 40 versions later, it became the song you heard. Right. But that's, that was like a two and a half year process. So Damn. the song, we wrote it in one night, but the two years to make it right. sound how it was, because it had to be special. And I just- That's when you're locked in. And you just, it has to be special and it has to be current. And we're always, at least Major Laser Project, we always wanted to have things, we have to predict what sound's gonna be. Cause we always ahead of ourselves. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's too weird. Like we're talking about I'm a piano music, like the African music. We've done a bunch of African EPs and we're always a little early. We were the first, we had Burner Boy and Mr. Easy All on our record like five years ago and African music was still unknown for people. So yeah. if we had waited a little bit, let the scene settle a little bit, go to Nigeria more often, you know, work with the guys, write more with the guys. Um, so is it the curse of foresight bigger. then to some degree? It is hundred percent. Like that, that, um, this like, this I'm a piano, I'm like, project i mean we're still You're like it's gonna bomb i know it well it's not gonna bomb but if we, it's like we're not <laughs> give it time it's 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 still yeah. you know african music is difficult because a lot of times um it's insular in africa and europe it's really big in europe but in america it takes a lot more grinding for like those artists to come here and break break I mean, we, had, we, had, we had dj spinnell on the podcast and we were yeah. fucking instant fans of of the man and the music yeah um so you know it's but i'm it, not sure it, what it, that it is otherwise it is hard yeah, being ahead of the curve. curve it is it is and it's like also hard because you know african communities like if Mr. Easy played a show in, say, Winnipeg, Canada, or Burner Boy, whatever, Burner Boy had big shows in America, but another artist, say, uh, I'm trying to think of another guy that, that was kind of in that level, or I'm a piano guys, but the African community in in Canada, like they go and sell out like two, three, four thousand capacity rooms. They support. If you go to LA, there's not a lot of Africans. Oh, I see. And so saying. there's not in the demographic, the diaspora is not connected in a mm. way. So it's more of an underground thing or a hipster thing. And then you have some pop people go see WizKid or whatever, but Houston, big shows, Atlanta, where there's Africans. Right. But the rest of the country is not turned on to it. It's like there's like a, you have to be in the in the know. In Europe, it's integrated into the clubs. Yeah, like absolutely. France does, you know, great yeah, opera music. It's woven into the fabric. Sweden, of it's different. It's more of a world idea. Like music's everywhere here. The demographics are kind of like insular. So it's difficult in America, but I think some records are going to break through. Burner Boy had, you know, he's constantly blowing my mind with, with great records. I mean, he's a fucking beast, yeah. bro. What do you think his relaxes? And then, of course, what the fuck was the last one? Oh, Rema had a huge record. Yeah. And then Calm Down with, and he put a, you put Selena Gomez on it to get the white girls to figure right, it out. Right, right, right. What yeah. do you think of Skrillex's new look? The new look. I mean, <laughs> someone said he looks John Snow like core. A, yeah. John Snow is a good one. Someone said he looks like a Dominican uh, barber or something. <laughs> but um, Yo, he does. That's facts. I, I always, he always had like a slick vibe. We were with him. He, you, his press photos are always like more renegade rock guy, but he always kind of looked like that when I was with him too. He kind of like sexed up a little bit too. Back in those days. Yeah, really? I, now he fully sexed up. I mean, yeah. I remember we used to go out and stuff. He would. Yeah, he, he had he could put some sex appeal on. What he put some like he extra, extra, extra has hose. I'm not gonna say no, but he <laughs> he's he's not he doesn't not have hose. He's right, got, I mean, yeah. he's fucking Skrillex. Yeah, you know, like. he's 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 not he's a charming guy too. Yeah, yeah. If he puts uh, extra gel in the hair, you know it's a big night for yeah. Skrillex back in the day. Facts. Um, I've seen the gel in the hair before though, pre this new project. It's, right, exactly. I've seen the hell. <laughs> Is there any place in the world you haven't been to that you want to visit? Um, yeah, Antarctica. Yeah, so we want to play that? there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! That's what I was, I was Thank you. Um, no, I actually do, and some DJs have already been there, and I'm kind of pissed. Like someone had played Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, they played for Pink. Like you weren't the first. I wasn't the first. I won't be the first. Damn. I'll go there. Space. Space, yeah. dude. Yeah. Shout out. Get your boy Elon on the fucking horn, right? Right. Bla- Bla- blast has he been man on the show? Fucking yet? into the stratosphere. Has, has he been on the show? He hasn't been on the show yet. Have we had no. We, uh, have we, we said we'll only pod with you from space. Oh, Elon. Thought, you guys, number doing this because they said Elon's been on. Oh, sorry, dude. Wait, you have his number. I do. You want me to give it to you guys? Sure. Yeah. Okay. He'll use a signal. <laughs> he, oh, well, that makes of sense. Of course. Is he the, 
What's like the biggest, like, obviously you have a lot of famous friends, but like, is there someone crazy in your phone? Like Elon level? Like uh, you got Obama. I don't, but I have Kamala Harris. Oh, okay. What That's do you guys text flex. about? We texted. Yeah, some, weird flex, but okay, dude. I did some. I did some. I did some promo for her and Biden back in the day. She's like, "Hey, Diplo, tell me, if, tell me, if Kodak Black's smoking weed." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to pull she's, up and put him in cuffs. She's, she's, the, she's the ops. I want the big collar, dude. hundred percent, bro. She nah, loves. I think, I think the Kamala ops. would be down with with, uh, with, with Kodak because she, she dated Montel Jordan. Really? Yeah. yeah, dude. You didn't see these pictures? No. They were just circulating. Yeah, dude. yeah. I remember that when that when she first got. I was already like doing my research on her. Mm. You're like, oh, you dated Montel endorsement company. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, okay, so Antarctica or space or where <laughs> yeah. you want to visit, <laughs> yeah. but you are traveling. Oh, the bottom of the ocean too. The bottom of the ocean. Yeah, you that's cool. Text yeah. James Cameron. Yeah, yeah James dude. Yeah, it's it's in the works. Okay. Hell so. yeah. Avatar. Yo, Diplo stars in Avatar <laughs> Six. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you uh write a song in Navi? Mm-hmm. I'm doing Davi on Duolingo. Oh yeah, you learned it. It's on there. I saw it's on there. It really is. Yeah, and so is Elfish. Stop the nerds. It's a full language. No, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of stuff like random. But that's like a Elfin. Yeah, the the one from Lord of the Rings on there. This is so useless. If you're gonna better yourself, don't you want to like? It's not. They're not real languages. Yeah, but you can probably talk to more people. Elf. The story of uh, World War II, how the pilots were always getting deciphered by German soldiers, and they finally started communicating in Navajo language. And that's how we oh, right. there's, a Nick, there's a Nick Cage movie yeah. about that. We talk talkers. So what about Navi or, uh, but those are real, but, yeah, but the Navajo are real people. <laughs> that's my point. There's elves, no elves and Navis are, or whatever the fuck they're called. Okay. But, watch, the, the, but language movies. is just code for it. Sure. At the same time. So okay. it's like speaking Latin. Yeah. I doubt any of the nerds learning Pig these Latin. languages on uh, languages on Duolingo are in the U.S. military. Um, OK, my so point. my point I is think that the U.S. military has some Navi speakers. For yeah. Sure. All right. Absolutely. So Diplo, when you are traveling around the world, mm-hmm. my question is, how do you not get wild diarrhea all the time? Or this is a great question. Do you have wild diarrhea all the time? This is a great question. I've had Thank a you. couple of bouts of diarrhea. Um, <laughs> uh, our people, condolences. People just hit me recently because they were like, "Was it, it was a uh, um, Bob Moses is in India?" They hit me like, "Yo, I thought it was like going to be a collab or something." They were like, "No, hey, we're in India. How do you not get diarrhea?" We're trying to learn. <laughs> and I've seen you there. I was like, I'll, "I'll be honest with you. I've been to India many times. I've been there since I was like 20 years old. Um, I actually was in a really poor part at the time, and there wasn't a lot of bottled water back then. Right. I did drink water and." I was in and out again sick and I go to Bali a lot. I go to Mexico a lot. I do brush my teeth with the water. Oh, really? I microdose the water. Yeah. Okay. Get, the immunity. Think, Get the immunity. I, right. I think I do have a really strong gut at this okay. point. And I eat a lot of, I love eating a lot of spicy food, and a lot of local food. And I just try to make my best times. I haven't had sick stomach for a while. Knock on wood. Yeah. yeah fuck. But I think it's, I think you do. It's, I mean, I probably have parasites. Yeah. Probably a, a tape. A dip- Yo, don't <laughs> speak about your team like that, bro. <laughs> There's a Diplo strain for sure. <laughs> Well, when you're on the road and you run out of undies, do you do laundry? Do you buy new ones or do you just rock the poopy? Underwear dolls? doesn't take a lot of space in your bag. So you can, you can overdo it. Okay. So I can do you I, pack like you're going to shit your pants twice a day. I pack, I pack, I pack eight pairs. I'm gone for eight days. Oh, really? Oh, that yeah. seems like you don't even have one spare on deck of Lucy. I have, I have, I have 10. I just realized because she's washing okay. them now too. I sent my sister to wash the underwear, okay. but you can so you do laundry. Thank, thank God. So you, do, so scared. you do do but laundry. You can buy Like I, I knew the Calvin Klein underwear always fits me a certain way and I can just go buy It's like $10. Right. To buy a pack of tea. I mean, most underwear fits like, you know, like yeah. large, it's pretty whatever, easy. you know, it's pretty. So we're not so it's, confirmed, not rocking poopy draws. No, no poopy okay. draws. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. I did run today. I was telling you the truth. And I did have to poop and it was really hard to find a public bathroom. Oh, it wasn't to take a little pee pee. That was a, that was a, a dookie. Yeah. There's a, I think there's an app for that. Would you just like uh, a yeah. public bat nearest public bathroom? Apple stores are good. Are you hotels. Serious? Yeah. I think it's called. Oh, but, I, but I was in the park. I was in the deep in central park. Oh, like, pff, just going to the fucking bushes. Nah, yeah, so what are you going to wipe with? 
leaves. I've done that before. It's not, you, you might get poison ivy. A sock. Yo. That'd be Yo, then you need take a sock off and just run barefoot the next nine miles. I don't know, dude. I'm, <laughs> trying, I'm giving you a real answer. I'm sure. why I don't run. I mean, yo, your taint's already fucked up at that yeah. point. It's like just, mine as well. Put, just put if poop anything, leaf on my taint. Your, and just like just get a fucking disease at that point. Fucking yeah, your exactly. foot up might take just your mind go the whole off thing, your taint. Just give up on everything. I mean, yeah. your, your asshole's been more places than fucking. It's been to Timbuktu and back. I'm sure that it's had built up some immunity. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if, I, don't know if I want to put the, the poop in the the poop leaf and the taint all mixed together. It was raw. That's fair. You want a raw dog? The taint. Yeah. Okay. Um, a rock. Actually, that's what you're supposed to use. A very smooth rock. A smooth rock. Yeah. I've like instead of like too. a skipping stone. Yeah. yeah. I did that. And I, I was in Auckland recently. I had to use a smooth rock. It was. It was did you skip it after? Yeah, I skipped it. <laughs> did the, it, it went far. It went like 20 yeah. skips. It like lubricated it a little bit. Yeah. It made it more yeah. aerodynamic. Yeah. <laughs> or somehow. Well, you've yeah. been okay. You've been DJing and touring for <laughs> how many questions you have? It's just like I can't believe they're so crazy. Okay, <laughs> yo, we're professional journalists, bro. Let yeah. us do our job. Is it gonna be a day where you hang up your jersey and and stop DJing which, and touring, or and just ju- chill, oh, or are you uh, just gonna go till you die? Metaphor. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've been trying to like fall off for a couple of years now just to have that break, but it just keeps the fees Ooh, I get, needed that. It keeps keep, <laughs> see, keeps keep, the keep the keeps getting better fees, and the parties are different, and the audiences change. Right. And I've so been you, lucky. So you do it for the money. Well, there's always the bag, but uh, I do I do love the culture too. Yeah, but the love of money, <laughs> but the money's better. Okay, yeah, no, be sure, of course. No, but uh, I do. I, I would I would love to take a break. You know, I think musicians are like athletes. We do have a peak time. You know, we're like a prime. There's a prime. Are we peak dipo right now? No, I think DJs. I thought when I was younger that DJs would have like an end date. Yeah, but it turns out that they just get more popular as they get older. No expiration. Some of them do, but you have to be like a legitimate DJ. Who's that guy in a like, that's like, like 50? Yeah, I, I talked to A-Track a lot. We were, I was on the management. I'm like, Shout he's out front of the show. He's, he's, he's like, he's more on the taste side of DJing. Like uh-huh. he, he's really like one of the most, uh, you know. Speaking of nerds. He's nerdy as hell, but yeah. he's, his taste is perfect. Like he is, he, he has a good, he's strong about his opinions. Mm-hmm. So I came me, and him, me and him came from the same world. He just like loves the great things. And he's more, I think when you go to see him play, you're going to be like, I want to get some fucking really distinguished, great music. That's why people see him. Yeah. And, he's and they're not, so he's not like, I'm not, like, I'm not going to go me. I can go to Vegas. I can go to a country festival. I'm like, don't you have a residency or no? Yeah. I have, I have a Vegas residency, but I'm actually interested in like doing different things. Like when I'm in back at, like, if I was here a year ago, I'd play like, we'd go to like upper West side, like a Bronx party or whatever. And play mm. like Dembo. I'll be like, I'm down for that. We'll play some of the major laser records. I'm trying to like always challenge myself. I'm going to, we're going from Daytona beach on Friday. I'm playing the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Hell yeah. I'm going straight to Salvador to play Major Lazer in like Bahia for one. The range. Like that's like, that's going to be really difficult. And I'm not going to probably kill both those sets, but <laughs> I want to try my best. Right, right. Of course. Because like, that's, that's sick. You Don't know? mix up your USBs and actually play Yo, the fucking dude. NASCAR in Brazil. You would get crimed, bro. I mean, yeah. That would be a big, big, big flop. <laughs> they pull murdered for playing yeah. Yeah. Havana music at fucking they Daytona, Daytona Beach. I mean, it's Daytona, hard I, you Daytona fucking... is a different, different place you think, but. Uh, I'm, my, my, my country playlist when I do like the Thomas Wesley show, it's going to be more, it's, it ranges from like a lot of the country stuff I make, but then, you know, the golden era of like, tr- like crunk hip hop really works. Oh, hell yeah. You know, like the good, like little John and Roscoe dash hooks. And then like Yin some Yang new records, Twins. like hot, any jock jam, like hip hop records, like a lot of junk thug and then <laughs> disco country. Like okay. Nine to five. Oh, mm, Jolene records like that, that are like sing along. Um, disco in general, Fleetwood Mac, those records, I mean, you bang those. Are, I, I love this idea of like eternal you find this. Yeah, it's kind of like a cool. Renee said it was a cool wedding set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really cool people. Yeah, dude, drop a little shout, Sweet Caroline. Get the people. Sweet Caroline coming. was a big, big I mean, one. Come at on, the Guy Fieri one. Uh, you know where you could have played a wedding, but you didn't, and we weren't going to bring this up, but we have to. Mm-hmm. Diplo, 
Oh yeah, dude. I have a, tw- I, have a t- I have a tweet from you. I don't know what the context was, but when I got married to my wife, who's a Texan, there's a little hashtag floating around called the Texas wedding. And look at this fucking tweet I have from you, dude. Sartoler, interesting. Is that you? <laughs> That's me. Sartorly Inc. Thank. <laughs> Did you. I not get invited? No, you didn't get fucking invited. I don't know you, dude. But I'm just saying. Could have been my. I fault. got you. I like going to weddings. I got you yeah. next time around. Yeah. Pissing me, girls. And this was before you were doing your, um, you know, country culture that? vulture. Uh, this is culture vultures. Yeah, this was uh, 2019, <gasps> brother. Before the pandemic, oh, yeah, that was that was still pretty recent. Old Town Road was uh, played for the first time on that. Came out to, oh, 2020, right? Old Town Road Bro, was premiered at his wedding. Yeah. Really? No, nah, nah. it was it was it was breaking. like bubbling, and I went to the DJ. I was like, "Yo, play Lil Nas X Old Town Road." That song, that song was hitting. That was a fucking. Hit. I mean, dude, and, and then that song he, was hitting. Hard. He didn't have it. I don't think it was on spot. No, it was on fire. You he literally gave him on, SoundCloud. Yeah. It was on, on your sound, phone. It was he was sound big SoundCloud yeah. guy. I gave him. I had to give him my SoundCloud. Yeah. I when I, when I brought him out to do it, the, I did the first live performance of that song ever. It was at Stagecoach 2019. It went crazy. Yeah, 2019 is when it dropped. Yeah. It was insane. We brought out Billy Ray, right, started yeah. with a guitar solo, started with a rap verse, and Lil Nas came out, and people were like, what the hell? And you had to remix the remix on the first. Coach, it was still like, we got a young gay black guy on this stage right. singing for all these people, and it was like- Well, he's probably, he was in the closet then. So, But it was still- No one knew. They just thought he was a young black guy. Eh. Uh, really? It is. He we was did. a young gay black he, guy. And he was Maybe a Nicki Minaj stand, so put two, he but, was a barb. But so at the time, it, it was a little bit, wasn't even unique at all, because I was a DJ too. I was like, actually, what the hell am I doing there? But yeah. um. In retrospect, that was not even special anymore because that's country's gone so many has so many awakenings in that last three years. It feels yeah. like with different kind of people and different kind of track graphics. Baby, yeah. Who's that kid Man that you love? It. What's his the big wet? No, not big wet. <laughs> not big wet, but no that uh, uh, country wet, kid or kid G. Kid G kind of raps. White kid. Yeah, yeah. white kid that raps. Yeah, he had a song with Uzi. Yes, that that yeah. fucking kid. He's dope. That He's kid from Louisiana, goes. right? I don't know. Like Baton Rouge. Or I something? think he might be like Northern, like Shreveport or something. Yeah, he just signed to Cash Money. He's. Really? His big song is teenage, teenage Dream. He's, he's dope, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's videos are cool. I like sick, anything dude. that's cultural. Like when the videos are like, I'm the homies, bro, like, you know, on the lake, whatever. That's like. And it's all universal. He's like, yeah, yeah I'm chilling with the homies on the lake, drinking beers yeah, and yeah. trying you to get, talk to you girls. Can, you can touch it. My favorite video, you know, back in back in the the days of hyphy was Tell Me When to Go. Oh, right? Tell Me When to Go. When you watch tell that video, you're like, you're like, I'm like, I want to move to the Bay Area right now. Yeah. I want to be part of all this. Yes, break. You know, it was like, my first obsession with hip hop videos probably Far Side. Pass Me By video, and then Souls of Mischief, 93 to Infinity. That video, I wanted to like go to the base so hard. I was like, this is the perfect place. Mm -hmm. Everybody skates, they're hippies, they listen (laughs) to hip hop. I'm like, this is me. Yeah, I want to be as a person. white man. I'm going to fit in perfect. Yeah, but there's so many white hippies no, doing hip hop in that area. Yeah, like, I think that's, you know, and especially in that world, like there was, you know, the West Coast. We had DJ Shadow, Cut Chemist. We had like such mm-hmm. a, it was it was a, it was a very integrated scene. Even Freestyle Fellowship, like there that's was fair. like it was it was an integrated scene. The downtown scene. There was like a G Funk and Snoop was different. Mm-hmm. That was like. There was like the hood shit and the mainstream shit. And there was like an underground LA West Coast scene that everybody, I was like, it was very inclusive. The biggest Asian rapper besides Jin uh, from the Bay Area, Lyrics Born. Yeah, Lyrics Born. Child Never heard that of the T-Rex album. Yeah, that weird, guy. I listened back to the T-Rex album. It didn't age well because they had that one <laughs> song where they're both rapping backwards in different headphones. Oh, and there's one song where they like, <laughs> yeah, there's, a beat change, there's a beat change on every verse. Yes. It's like, Whoa. No, that's Black Alicious. That, no, 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 no. They had that I song. I think Black Alicious is a feature on the song, but it's like, it's like, Nine features. Yeah, but the blacklist is one the tempo keeps changing. The, the alpha, alpha, it's where he goes through the alphabet. Yeah. That's papoose. Papoose, excuse me. But that, I'm not, that's, that's that, what, what is that? What is that crew from the DJ Shadows crew? Was you it said it, right? I don't know. It started with an L. I don't fucking know. The Latirix was the was lyrics born and, and Latif the true speaker. Okay. But the Shadow had like a whole crew of like all the rappers that were there. 
Um, they're all from Davis, California. Uh, DJ Shadow, Indian. Uncle? Uncle? No, no. Just look up Soul Sides. Soul Sides. That was the name of the crew. And they did parties. Like, I remember I was in Orlando. They had a Soul Sides party. It was Latirix and DJ Shadow. They were so bad back then. And Simons. Yeah. It was good. I was like, like the era. That was like Massive Attack was a big for me. Portishead. Mm -hmm. All those bands were like my, they were like the beginning, what I want to make music because of those bands. Mm. Uh, Plo, if you could only play one stage or festival. For the rest of your life, what are you gonna? What are you one gonna choose? festival? Yeah, one kind of festival. Yeah, no, just like one single festival is like oh, you yeah. know Coachella. I have to pick the fe- best festival. Glaston for you, for you. Everything. Is it is it like a club? Is it like Damn, a fucking? Really. I mean, I think Burning Man. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. What are the best Isn't drugs the to take crowd? at Burning Man? <laughs> just well, the drugs. There's all kind of drugs there you're gonna find, but they're gonna find very high quality drugs there. Mm. Cause everybody's really rich sure. and they're not fucking around and you know, they're testing the drugs. Are there drugs that you experienced or saw that like haven't even fucking, we've never heard of yet. Yeah. New shit yeah. that are going to like cook gonna something here in the There's one drug I did recently. <laughs> I'm talking about this. <laughs> I was, it was, I was at a, a show. It was ADE and they were, they were like, try this. It's called a, it was named after a salad or something. <laughs> what? The Caesar? The no, Cobb? It was called on. Um, the Niswa? Yo, Papa Cobb. No. Yeah. That's what that drug was called. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Was it Wait. pink? It wasn't pink. It's kind of brown. Was it green? Was it a crouton? <laughs> it was a, I just did a line of croutons. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, it was just a d- d- crouton dust. Damn, I haven't had carbs in three years. I'm yeah. fucked, Holy fucked shit. up off this. Oh Wait, God. are you a burner? I am a burner. Oh, I hate you, dude. Why? You know what? You go there once, you're going to change your fucking I used to work with a ton of burners. A bunch of like tech guys and it's how they like cut loose. Okay, there's a difference between guys that go to Burning Man and fucking Diplo Burning Man. I'm aware, but he just identif- self-identified as a burner. Get a life changing set. You know, you know what is? You take me, and and I'll and I'll fucking. I had to grow this girl, my creative director Sarah Natoff. She was always like, "You like, oh my god, I hate those people. I hate those selfies. I hate the girls that are there. Yeah. I hate the rich people there. The so steampunk vibes. Uh, that's the worst." And then okay, I'll go. And then like two days later, she's like, "This I know what it all means now." Yeah, she you ride quit. your bike. You just ride your. Yeah, she quit. She's like, yeah. she went back "Fuck to you." She ro- you ride your bike desert. out that first night. And you just like you don't have to be on drugs. You just ride your bike out there, and you just see the endless lights and the music coming from everywhere. And you just go to somewhere like, Oh, that's this kind of like, this is kind of music playing. And everybody's doing it themselves for you. Yeah. Like everything's free. The bad art and the bad. Yeah. Fits there's, bad, there's terrible art. Yeah. And there's really art. You're like, Whoa, like there's like light art. You're like, what the hell is there's, there's so many <laughs> breaking, you know, guys who are trying really trying okay. hard to go hard, like just trying to invent new things. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're doing, but there's always something you're just like, Whoa, turned on to it. Like, man. So you, bad. You, just keep, you, heard it here you keep going, you keep going to the desert. You just find like a, a little country bar. Someone built. Oh, that's middle, cool. And then they're, that's they're, they're giving out a beers. saloon. Yeah, like a saloon. Yeah, and they're playing like the jukebox there. How much like, a Burning Man is just like centered around like sex and orgies? Nah, not at all. I went to the really? orgy dome. It was not a vibe. <laughs> the orgy dome. Yeah. The yeah. real thunder dome. Was yeah. it? Was it? There's a thunder dome there too. People fighting. <laughs> was it just like a, a, a lot of nudity? I was just you know I was with a big group. Of people were like, let's try it out. And then um, were you ready? Orgy dome. Were you ready to fuck or were you just want to watch? You have to bring a girl with you. You can't oh, go <laughs> solo. It's just that's sure that just was creepy. Even Diplo weird. can't roll up to the orgy dome solo. No, you have to bring a woman. You have to bring a guy or someone, a partner. You have to go there to have sex with somebody. Anyway, got it. You, you don't have to go in there and just be like, "That's all." Hook you can't up, go yeah, and jack off. No, definitely not that. But when you, there, when you get there, when you get there, when you get there, there's a lot. Of what rules. do you mean I can't jack off? I'm jack you. There's a lot of there's a lot of rules about consent and like you know women and yeah, of course. Yeah. How do you do? And there's coming around with with condoms and towels and things are really like they give you like lady, they really give you like a lot of like rules. It takes a, a minute. And then, but there was a girl I met last time that did they like met it like randomly in the desert after a party. Like let's go to the orgy dome. I don't have a place to sleep because I'm st- I'm sharing a tent. And then they and then they're like they went and they had sex and they had and then they had sex they're together with a couple. now. Yeah, and they had like a nice orgy, I guess. Nice. That's beautiful, man. So, but well, I you went in there, you didn't like we saw. Yeah, it was, I was a little weird. People, and I was like, I don't know if I want to go in there with these. It's people. like when you go to the buffet and everything's like a little wilted. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
It is like that. There's <laughs> no so sneeze guard up that's in this good, bitch. Damn, good, dude. These pussies metaphor. look a little wilted, dude. Yeah, that's a good metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, what was I going to ask? Who cares? <laughs> Diplo. But it's not all orgies. It's right. actually, there's vibes. And you don't have to do drugs. Really? You actually, people, I think. Well, I think it I would should be say, required. I would say 60% of people at Burning Man are waking up at like 5 a.m. to start going to like the, the events. Like right, there's right. TED Talks. There's people speaking. There's like amazing yoga Damn. classes. And like the other 40 are sickos that are like, I'm never waking up. They wake up, you know, like they yeah, wake yeah. up at like 9 p.m. They stay awake till the sun rises mm-hmm. and they, they go to bed in the hottest sun, getting sunburned. And like, you're a sicko, right? If I actually been doing it where I go out to parties and then I would go to bed at like midnight and wake up at like for sunrise. Okay. And then start my day and do a set and then do, and then go to bed again and try. Oh, you're getting paid to be there. What the fuck are we I'm talking about? I'm not getting about? paid to get there. Did we, we do, do a set? Do, you sets for free? Yeah. Everything's for free there. Did oh, okay. nobody right. gets paid. What do you have to pay to be there? So yeah, what do you barter for? I never right? barter anything. You bring your, everything yourself. I mean, you might be like, Hey, okay. I need some water. I, can we hear some apples? Whatever it is. There, <laughs> might, there might be some way you do that, but so I go there. I'm pretty, pretty much you bring your shit. You want to be safe. Yeah. Pack it in, pack it out. I mean, would you ever play uh, the Gathering of the Juggalos? Damn, we booked people for that. Flashdramas played that. Really? Renee didn't, didn't they? Gathering of the Juggalos. Wow, fire! They get they have good booking, bro. Three six. Um, Tequila, Tequila. I mean, yeah. Tech Nine. <laughs> Pre not Tech Nine. He's a big Juggalo guy. Yeah, really? fire. And when I was at the game, I was like, I kept hearing Tech Nine songs. It was like driving me crazy. He's Kansas City's finest. He makes oh, true. He makes crazy money on just off touring. I mean, I, I did. A show, I did a in. show with with uh, ICP. We played like I played I DJ downstairs in Cleveland or something, and they played the upstairs like the bigger hall. Okay, and I went up there <laughs> to got, check it out. Outbuilt by, it was a while ago, but it was they're also they're not in the Midwest. It's yeah, the Kings. Right. They yeah, can do they can do whatever they want there. And I remember going upstairs and I was like, bro, I went to their merch table and I was like, they have fourteen different hockey jerseys. Fire. Sick. Like their merch was like insane. They got a whole fire. They got a whole league. People ironically wear like there must be. I think per head you count like I know Travis was doing like a you know. Someone like said like forty dollars a head was like buying merch. I think they might have done like a hundred dollars because it was a smaller venue. Like right, right. maybe four thousand people. I think everybody there spent a hundred bucks on merch. Yeah, I mean this, this is our that's, Fe- that's like four hundred thousand dollars. Because Fago's Fago's cheap. You got yeah. money to, and they money probably to burn. did sell Fago actually yeah. at, the, at the thing. This is the business model. This is how we're popping on Patreon, bro. You just lock in with the small yeah. community, bro, and feed, that, feed those specific streets. Are you guys gonna do like uh, have like sex like Adam Twelve on your podcast? Yeah. Oh, that's that's why you're here. Yeah, yeah. It's actually uh, there, there's Viagra. There's, there's we're, gonna, mo- we're gonna all fuck. There's Molly in that green juice. <laughs> Yo, Adam is a fucking savage, dude. Yeah. I didn't know that was happening until I went to Pornhub and I was like, "Whoa, what's this?" And I clicked on that. I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, he, I he, jerked he, off to a podcast. I was like, wait, yeah. what? him and his, Lena the plug, dude. They just you know have a porn. She used pop. to work for um. I used to hang out with her because she was like interviewer for uh, Revolve or something. She came to shows. Okay, she was cool. She's like an intern there at the beginning. Then she was like the interviewer, and then I mean, he kind of figured he kind of figured it out, right? It's like, hey, we're gonna do a pod. We're mm-hmm. about fucking, and then we're gonna fuck. Then we're gonna fuck. Yeah, right? yeah. It's popular, I think, too, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. This guy, it's, it's he's piped up. Yeah, yeah for sure. Seen his yeah, body. Nice cock, Adam. Yeah. Uh, from traveling around, like, and and maybe the answer is Lagos because you've been to That's Nigeria a bunch. What city is severely underrated when it comes to style? Um. Oh man, I thought one place. Uh, I forget the name of the capital. Uganda though was like yeah. a lit city eye opener. Also, um, Kinshasa, Congo, and I think uh, Kenya, Nairobi. But in, in in general, Kenya and Uganda, I was surprised at how fucking styled everybody was, and the music was so great, and the DJs were so random and playing crazy stuff, and um, yeah, Nairobi had a lot of swag. Nigeria is very like very baller though. That's yeah. what we've heard. Like yeah. very, very baller. You're gonna get we if go. you don't have like a Bentley, you're not getting picked up at the strip club like that. And like it's it's a wrap. It's a wrap. 
But there's guys who are like a new, you know, when I, I remember Mr. Easy was like always telling me when I go to the airport, I just wear like my little straw hat, no jewelry. I don't want people to ask me for money. And like, I keep it really simple. And they, like, you know, they, the, the people kind of, he's like the people's champ like that. He's more like respect, a, a, low key. Like, yeah, low key. So there's people like that. But if you, the Vito Wiz kid, like they're just iced out and no, for sure. You know, do you think your personal style is underrated? Like you're, do you think you're never really in the conversation and like maybe you deserve to be? No, I think I think we do well with our what, what we do. We, we we switch it up a lot, and I just who's I, we, me, my Silas, and my <laughs> okay, like Sarah, okay. like my my team. I guess I think uh, as you get older, though, you know, you go back to classics so much more. Of you know that as you you know how, you know what I'm talking about. Like you go back to like things that fit you well. Dickies, I'm wearing like more than ever nice. now. You know, like mm-hmm. would that keep the crease in the front? You know, I'm Hell not yeah. like. But I remember going to the Grammys this last year, and I'm wearing With the Dolce. I was in the Dolce. I was like, a, they made that for me, like a one off, but. I remember seeing everybody out there like is wearing this such cheesy clothes. It's like, so bad. What bro. the it's fuck, really bro? Like this year worst. was a, this year was especially bad. It was really like. bad. Like they're just it's embarrassing, like, dude. They're like, yeah, like a nice suit, but then they have like little pineapples all over the suit, <laughs> right? like something like just Bodie. like what are you yeah. what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I just felt like back in the day it was if that if they did like the ten years ago, like the Chris Brown era when he was like wearing like a crazy pink suit, whatever it is, like that was the swag back then. But that kind of kept going. Do you think it's because like people it's, are reverting back to like the 10 year cycle of fashion and trends? No, nah, those people didn't feel like that. It wasn't like, it wasn't, no there, wasn't, there wasn't any irony. It just felt like it wasn't very awesome. An evolution, yeah, was, of, an evolution of swagglessness. Also, we had like two years of nobody really doing anything. That's fair. So we had to come back and re- reinvent it. Do you think the music industry is the worst dressed like uh, sector of like culture? No, but they're really bad at like social, like partying and like being fun. Like, really? I remember oh, really? At the Grammys, I went to so many parties and I was like, Bro, what is these are like rock stars? Why are these guys? You think back in the day, like the Stones, whatever they'd be going somewhere. Led Zeppelin trash in a hotel doing room, something crazy. Yeah. These guys are all at the lamest parties, and we had a real rave. We like did like we're, we, like the we're Sam nominated. Smith uh, competitors rave. Right? Everybody was at my party. Like yeah. you know, oh that was your party. Taylor Swift was at my party. Like sick. They all came at the end because we went till five, and it was like a real rave. Is she fun? Taylor's T Swizzle. I've seen her at parties, and she's always having a good time. Yeah, she's are her so dance moves are her dance moves at parties better than the ones that we see on camera? I was there, saw those. She was, uh, she's probably pretty lit, but she was. She's it, dancing like nobody's watching. Yeah, she was. Respect. The cool thing she's about the Grammys girl. this year is that they were, there were tables. So people had yeah. freedom to move a little bit. Okay. Usually you're like crammed next right. to the stars and yeah. the seat fillers are so fucking annoying. Like right. they never want to leave. I got to my seat and the seat fillers like, yo, I'm actually nominated. Get out of my seat. <laughs> yeah, and the girl's like, you. no, we're here. We're I was like, yo, commercial break's over. Get out of here. Yo, I bought a Grammy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, next up. <laughs> Who's at your table? My table was awesome. It was uh, Omar Apollo. Sick. Um, and the girl who won. Best new artist was there, the jazz singer. Uh, please don't let me. No, yeah, yeah. No, I don't remember either, but yeah. She but was, she, I thought she was a seat filler so fucked up because I went to the bathroom. <laughs> Brother. She was there the whole time. My table was already full because I get, I thought uh, Madonna's daughter Lola was there. She was sat with us with the Earth Eater and they just needed a place. So I let them seat in these two seats. And then my seat was there. I had my, my, my girl was with me and then we went to the bathroom, whatever. I came back and it was already two hours of the Grammys. Like, this, no one's going to come here. And she yeah. came like really late. She must have done a performance. I didn't know who she, she was. She was in Beyonce's car. <laughs> yeah. And then I didn't know who she was. And I. Samara Joy. And she's, anyway, she was so nice to me. And I was like, sat on the, my Damn friend's dude. lap. And I was like, I don't know. I guess she's like somebody. I don't know who she was. I didn't know anything about her. And then at the end, I got another chair and I, I'd be friends with her. And I was like, oh, you're nominated. Where are you from? I didn't even know what kind of music. I thought she was an R&B singer. I didn't know right. what she did. She was a jazz singer? Yeah. I listened to I her. Have no after, idea. after I left, I went and put it on. That's the only thing I listened to. I learned from the Grammys was her. And it's sick. Yeah, yeah. Vocal jazz. Like, it Best rips. new artist, bro. And she won Best New Artist. And I was like, damn, I, I was probably the coolest person I met. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Grammys. Which Jazz. Is. It's about the chairs they don't sit in. Yeah, exactly. You know? But I, but I went and I listened to her music and I went, it's like a different kind of jazz. Like it's like this like kind of vintage, like damn, I got to tap in bro. Band. It's like yeah. brushes and stuff. And she has a sick voice. How butthurt were you that you didn't win? You want to get on the record? No, I wasn't butthurt at all. I knew, really? I knew I wasn't going to win those awards. Well, I, yeah. everyone knew you weren't yeah. going to win, but like, you know, you never know. But, um, you're saying you know, there's a chance. The, I was the only person at the Grammys, uh, in our category or that was in the like the place where they had people televised so if i wasn't there it would have looked really funny because it would <laughs> be, like, be like yeah. dance no award and just cut to beyonce they yeah, know yeah. other nominees it's just me and her in the, with the was crowd that the, was that award the one that the dream accepted or was this a pre-show thing? that was the pre-one no no she one was awarded the, the pre-show one okay. no one was there. in oh. fact it was embarrassing because the next award after dance song of the, of the year went i was nominated for miguel and she was nominated for break my soul they did remix of the year and the guy didn't know who to give it to. He's like, and Lizzo wins. It wasn't her award. It was Purple Disco Machine. And the guy was like walking. The guy came from Germany. He was like walking down the aisle. And he went to the next award. And Grammy. had to go back to him. And he was like, they're like, yeah, who, he's like, you know, who is this guy? As spectators, as uh, non-participants, uh, it was a fucking shit show from front to back. It looked yeah. like actual shit from the TV. Yeah, was yeah. The hip hop thing wasn't cool. I, I left right before mm-hmm. that happened. I wanted to see that. It's not I, awesome. Yeah. Really? It was like just, made for like our parents, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it had like real heads on there. It was like everybody grandmaster. Oh, like, sure. It went, you know, it kind of went fast forward. It kind of I mean, skipped Rock 20 Kim years. The fuck yeah. It went from like Rock Him to like Uzi Vert and Lil Baby. There was nothing else. It was like kind of a jump. <laughs> yeah. I saw the line, but um, I Time thought, traveled. oh, Brandy Carlisle was awesome. Brandy Carlisle's sure voice was sick. Yeah. Sam Smith was crazy from the foot where you were. And my was that performance was like, like uh, from where you were sitting? <laughs> it was right there, but Kim's mic didn't work in the beginning. So it was, oh, right, it yeah, was yeah. a little weird, but um, I thought it was crazy. What about the Harry Styles performance? Apparently the I disc left, started uh, spinning oh, the like, backwards. That's where the word was given out because I had to stay for that. But, <laughs> um, and I was, I, I knew Beyonce was going to win it. She didn't pay for the award. I mean, she was, they, this was an award to give her like push her over the top. Like, yeah, she, of course. Yeah, she had to win It was a legendary award. And you know, people think I said she bought this, but what I said was like, I'm glad to be part of this. And I was a little bit sarcastic. Oh, interesting. A part of this. Because I was, I was only other, I was like, well, we were part of this, her record. Her record right, right. Our, yeah. our this category. historic moment. But I was kind of being sarcastic. I was like, I'm glad, well, they made me come to this because I knew, they knew I had to be here for the, for the award because it makes right. it more legit. Everybody, you know, right. all the nominees are there. Of course. But um, not that she needed to be legit. Her album was great. I posted all about this, but uh, I was a little, I wasn't butthurt. I think I knew I was going to win. It's cool to be nominated. I do think it might not be fair to have like pop stars in every genre mm. because then you might go like, oh, then someone jumps into like Americana genre. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's voted by Grammy people who are nominated for Grammys. And so it's name recognition does a lot. Of course. But and they're all older, but, whiter. But her, oh, yeah, so- and the Beyonce, she's going to push her. It's, she's going to win that award. Wait, she, so did you vote for yourself? Vote. Can you do that? I didn't actually vote. I didn't have a time. I didn't okay. have, I Wait, so if you're nominated for I next think, year's. I think, I'm sure I would have. Someone would have got it in my house and voted for me. I hope. Yeah. If you're nominated for next year's Grammys in like but country, if my kids got the award, they would have probably voted for Beyonce. Oh they yeah, went to the wrong house. <laughs> yeah. So if you're nominated next year for like a country award, are you like, yo, like I don't want to be in like the country? I would never category? be nominated for country award. But I did a really, I mean, I did an authentic country album. I yeah. hope, but I wouldn't be nominated because that's really that's more political than the dance award would ever be. Oh, I'm sure. Like the country's like they really care about those Grammys and those guys work their asses off for it. And um, I don't know who won it this year, but it, they really the country guys really yeah, come and show. I think they're kind of pissed because they used to televise like three country awards. Now they only do one. Yeah. So it just changes with the time. Well, like the, dance, the, the dance are, award never got televised. But the CMAs are like hugely popular, right? Who's that? The country music awards. Yeah, CMAs. CMAs? They're, they're, they, they matter even more, but they're, but the Grammys, like we were real. We're like, we, we, we're American music and like, we're, right. this is the Grammys, you yeah. know? You, you can pull Drake and just not submit your shit. Yeah. Baller ass move. I mean, that also like, you're not nominated either. <laughs> I mean, okay. it's, it, what's the, what's who cares? Like, nominate, yeah. no, doesn't nominate. I it's care. actually kind of. I care. There. It. I mean, are you well, boys with Drake? I like Drake. He's my homie. 
You guys should make music together, dude. That would be sick. I don't think he likes me personally. Oh, really? Is it beef? Have, yeah, not beef. Oh, you fucked one of his girls, no, dude? I never did that. <laughs> um, we smoked a hookah together once Yo, recently. Yo, fire. So I think, that's, I think, that, ba- I think that makes makes us friends. Yeah. We shared the same That's the hookah thing. bond. It's unbreakable. Um, I think he's dope as hell. I uh, He's also an artist kind of like Taylor, Beyonce, or Rihanna that can like kind of do whatever they want and take chances and actually do it legitimately. Like he's done everything like that. Um, he's and he, the puts, king, he puts the work in. Big squirt. Uh, I don't think he likes me that much, though. Is it because you gentrify a subgenre <laughs> earlier than he does? But <laughs> he wants to do it too. You're like, hey, neighbor, welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. I'm already there. He's Suck like, my dick, Diplo. I'm already in the strip club with like Burner Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I don't, uh, I don't know. Welcome to South Africa. Drake. What's your favorite Drake song? Let's just say something positive about the big. Name. I really like I'm on one. Oh yeah, fuck it, I'm on. See, like rapidy rap Drake. That's a Khaled well, record. I think boy, Lil Wayne that kills that. That's and I love that record. I love the producer. His name was T minus. One of my favorite oh, yeah. producers back in the day. Legend that he. Um, I worked he, with him a couple times just because I like 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 love that. Did he Toronto die? Sound. Did he? Didn't, he I, I don't think he did, but he was really into Christianity for a while. And I, oh, I was okay. with him like two three years ago. All right, he's back in church. He had family, and you know. I'm telling you, when you're a producer and you don't like, I grind a lot as a songwriter producer. But when you're not DJing, that's also supplements my life. I don't have to always concentrate on having hits. Right. When you're a producer and you're not like getting the hits and not getting the mechanical royalties and the publishing, get a DJ. It's back. fucking hard life. I mean, right, yeah. and when it comes to streaming, songwriters don't make a lot of money. So it's like we get the like the littlest bit of the stream money. You know, the main people get the money is the masters owners. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's hard, man. If you're not really grinding and de- getting the sessions and living in LA and like living a life. Having a child, having a family, and being a producer is not easy unless you already made it. Right. You know, so. Or you should syndicate on like a fucking sitcom or something. Like Wayne says, walk around the club, fuck everybody, dude. Yeah. What's the biggest misconception people have about Diplo? I also love little Wayne, by the way. Hanging out with him. Yeah, we were. We he was really he's, cool he's, he's like our goat, I would yeah, say. Maybe. I, love, I love Wayne. The king. Did he do the big red roots better than you? Ooh. I think he did. I actually stole the compression pant look for him because he had like the tights. Right, on, right, right. Was, it made the, big the pants look funnier. Like, the, the, you know, <laughs> it's, it's more fun. But, yeah, um, what's the biggest misconception people have about Diplo? Just being a hot DJ towards uh, the world, playing the best parties yeah. with the sexiest people. First of all, people, people think I'm from Europe. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a lot of girls insulting. are like, I thought you were Swedish or something. I'm like, no. What do you? Because of the hair? I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like they just Swedish good they looks. They just gloss over the Instagram or something. It's and then like, yeah, I'm from another country. Florida. A lot of times people <laughs> think I'm black. If they don't really get into it, like I remember, there's a lot of girls, like maybe African girls or something, they hit me up like, I thought you were black because of the music, because they might hear my music in that on the featured artist. They might not ever yeah, Google yeah. who I am. Oh, okay. the ultimate compliment. It could be either way, but like I thought you were Tracy Ellis Ross, but you're more Dakota Johnson. When they met me, that I wasn't black, <laughs> and then I was like, all right, sorry then, to disappoint. Are you this? And, uh, are you the spiciest white boy in the country? Ooh, no, nah, there's another guy. Is that, that was, Travis? Travis Kelsey? <laughs> yeah, it's Travis Kelsey. It's either him. There's another guy I was thinking is really spicy. I met recently. Fucking You're on the Mount Rushmore of spicy white boys, though, for, for sure, sure, dude. You know, uh, congrats. Have you guys, <laughs> thank you. There was a guy I was like, damn, this guy is spicy. Spicy as hell. This guy's spicy white boy. Damn. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yellow Wolf? Was it artist? Yellow Wolf was the man back in the day. MGK? Yeah. Fuck MGK. Not, not that spicy. He's a sweet guy, though. <laughs> really? Is he? Yeah, he's nice. He's I've, like only had, I've only had. He's, he's really loser. stand up. He's really, st- I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's like when you make music, you get. A different sense of like people will have respect for me. I well, also he knows you. Like when I interface yeah. with him as a civilian when I worked at Complex, he was a fucking yeah. Being a, well, also he he went through probably a lot of different shit yeah. back in those days. When he was actually when he was a when he was a, when he was a, when he was being a white rap. rapper is a very difficult yeah. lifestyle. Is it? It's all so those, all those guys, yeah, no, it, but they, but they all end up they all besides Eminem, they all the ultimate they, they all get they all they all kind of go bipolar and mental health problems. Yeah, every mm-hmm. one of them, or they go to drugs or like. It's just not a cool or, or pop punk. It's yeah. not a cool. No, that's the, what, that's the, the hardest way, I think struggle that's the way out. 
That's like the Everlast. Yeah. Everlast did it. Oh, sure. Oh, true. Eminem kind of did kind of the rock thing. Dude, MGK, shout out Bubba MGK, Sparks. Never switched Bubba up. Bubba Sparks did country. But he, never, but, he, but he never switched up to pop punk. He saying. did full country? Yeah, Deliverance. Yeah, Bubba Sparks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. He did. Deliverance is a country song? No, no, he did. After that, he started doing more country. I think, really? I think I looked him up. Traveling for some time. For some time. Wait, have you already DM'd Megan Fox? No. Okay. <laughs> I sat next to her at around that time, though, and it looked like they were not having a good time together. Breaking news. Did you, before your boy locked her down, did you DM Emrata? Uh, she was on the market. Nah, we had, there's no locking down of Emirata. She's a wild. Yeah, soul. she's a free. She's a free bird. She's a free bird. Yeah, shout out Eric Andre though. Yeah, for real. He Eric Andre. Eric Andre slapped on that one though. Can we get Eric on the pod? Yeah. I texted him. He left me on red. Yeah, yeah he he he's, been, he's been doing that a lot. He's, he's been doing a lot that lately. He's, oh, okay. oh, really? His stock's been going up. I was gonna say he might be a little he too busy. Me, yeah, he left me on red. He left me on red like three times this week. Wow. Damn, bro. No one likes Diplo on red. Sorry about that. He acts like he don't know me no more. Um. Diplo. Look up career of uh, Bubba Sparks right now. Well, there's yeah. the two. Re- there was the Timbaland record, right? That was Country the first one. Miss New Booty. That that no, Miss New. Oh, Booty. he's on. He's on. Miss he's New on, Booty's on the third record. He's on. He's on Slum American Yellow Wolf's label now. Yeah, and he did records with Colt Ford. So there's like some work. He's more leaning towards the country. I guess, thing. but 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 he's country Jason. I, I guess I respect the country pivot more than the pop punk pivot. Is I guess what I was trying to say. Yeah. Well, you can't do pop punk that much longer. Country is like you can just go Forever. get to hundred. Right. On For that sure. and be, yeah. be okay. Yeah, pop punk you just kind of look kind of weird when you're like, yeah, a little bit. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You, right, when you, when you gotta like when you gotta start coloring your hair because it's too gray or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't fucking pogo. Yeah, yeah. What's the who's the biggest artist you missed out on signing at Mad Decent? Ooh. Oh, you want to hear a really crazy story? Please. Yes, sir. Well, there's a couple of things. I mean, there's disappointments all the time. We I loved Hundred Gex. Oh, we had, really? we, had, we had their first projects, and we moved. We, they moved to Warner Brothers, and I wish we had a chance to do them because I think we would have been a. A good fit for them, dude. Gex but, is fire, but, all, but Dylan Brady, like most luck ever. I think he's awesome. Um, we back in the old days, I was so early on the weekend, like on House no. of Blooms and stuff. I was like DMing him, and he was like my MySpace and stuff like that. And I remember, not like we would ever sign him, but we were about to put that mixtape out on Mad Decent. Wow! And it was just, it was really bubbly. It was super weird when he first came out. It was like, what the fuck is this? It was, no one knew what he looked like. It was or anything. So, and it wasn't like you didn't know what he looked like. And the songs are about drugs and fucking, which yeah. With R and B would never touch. It was that. like hyper masculine R and B. Yeah, yeah. It would hyper, like, that would never be touched back that back in those days. It was too crazy, too controversial. What was this like 2010, 2011? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, we were talking, and we were, and it was just like it, it just started snowballing. It became so big. But we were really early no pun trying, trying to find. Out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, nice. He's uh, and we became we were friends back then. I remember I go to I go to I go to Toronto and hang out with him. What were those parties like? Is that what why he, is that why Drake has beef with you? They have beef. Not not, not anymore. They squashed. They squashed it. it. If Drake has any beef with me, I got to squash it because I think he's awesome. I don't know what is the problem. <laughs> you said that you think he hates well, he doesn't, you. He doesn't. He sometimes comment. He was sometimes like a photo of mine randomly. But, but like in a passive aggressive way. He doesn't follow me. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't let me follow. He doesn't. Uh, follow. You have to. I have to follow him to make comments. And we. He has to follow. Yeah. He has to follow you and vice versa. Yeah. yeah. yeah and comments. then you can leave comments. And which, it's like we have yeah. so many different reasons to be. Yeah. connected or whatever and it just it's almost like you guys must like a be reach eskimo brothers times a thousand yeah, it must be a reach for him to not like me or not be wanted to be in the connection it's got to be a girl it's got to yeah. be who do you girl. think you have the he most has so many girls what is it what is it yeah but he also has 42 engagement rings at the time he t- almost proposed if right? you had to so guess like, who do you think you're most eskimo bros with drizzy uh maybe leo yeah really oh damn yeah wow israeli models <laughs> yeah he's out there yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's just a volume he's, shooter. He's, Honestly, he's, yeah, he everyone is Eskimo Bros with Leo at yeah, this I point. Think it's fuck not, so many special. bitches. I think it's, yeah. <laughs> but if you had to add up the ages of your body counts, you probably beat him, right? I would hope so. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it differs. I remember I was thinking yesterday, I was I saw I saw, I was hanging out with um Kate Hudson. I was like, she introduced me to her mom. She's like, we dated once because we kind of had a thing for a little while. Hell yeah. You and, and you never but you never met Goldie. Goldie? No, she she told me she introduced me to Goldie and she was like, Yeah, we had like a, we dated for a little while. Oh, okay. Because we had a little thing like a couple of years ago. And Hell was, yeah. She's a little older than me. And before that, like MIA was older than me. Right. And then before that, I lived in Japan and the girls I dated were like 30 and they were like wives of like J- Japanese guys. They they pay for sex hotels and stuff. Fire. Tight. And I was like, go kind of, off. But it kind of, it kind of got to the point where it was like my age around, you know, girls mm-hmm. were my age. And then yeah. now it's definitely going down because there's right, not like you're a getting lot older. Of, there's not a lot of girls that are like 44 that are like going to go to the rave. Yeah. yeah, true. <laughs> they're not like, I would Damn. love to meet them. Yo, Sometimes they, they come into the You got to meet them at the but, fucking, like the farmer's market, the pumpkin patch, you know? There's some girl. I mean, I love, <laughs> I love a nice, Middle-aged hippie yoga mom too. I can mm. I can do it all. I mean, yeah. Kate Kate Hudson is kind of yeah. like the uh, the archetype, right? Kate is she's so badass. Yeah, she's just cool. The as prototype. Hell. Well, this brings us to uh, the next segment of the podcast. Oh yeah, everyone's favorite. Yes. <laughs> Sucking and fucking meets and cheeks, sex and dating. What has a bigger number, your discography or your body count? Uh, discography means all the songs. All I've songs. Made. Yeah, yeah. Damn, it's like probably even. Damn. How many songs have you made? Like 2,000. <laughs> yes. 3,000. I don't know. Fuck. Hell yeah, bro. My guys. Fuck. Yo, congrats. Fuck. Yeah. On all yeah. the sex, dog. Uh, you know, 2,000 songs. Not a lot of hits. <laughs> Same with the, probably the sex. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot of smashes in either. But <laughs> either one. As a great man once said, still beat. Yeah. yeah. Still beat, though. What's a first date with Diplo look like? Yeah. Paint us first a picture. Date? I don't really date. I don't think I've been on that many dates. Really? So. That's, like, that's sad, bro. That actually makes me well. If I see, if I want to hang you. out with a girl, I'm so busy that if I if I want to hang out with a girl, um, we do something like really maybe come to my house because I have like a whole spa there, or whatever. Come to the beach, or whatever. But you got a spa in your house, yeah. Fire. That's yeah. sick. Got a little spa there. We saw the fucking Maddie and Benny uh, oh, little true. episode there yeah, where yeah, they yeah, took yeah. HGH or whatever. He did. Shout out our boys. Put, put HGH in us the food. That was weird, but <laughs> and you were on acid or they took acid? I forget. We all took acid. Though. Fire. I take acid a lot, but. Took a little bit for this. Oh yeah, that's why the pod's going so well. Yeah, really <laughs> my great. man is tripping. Um, but so she comes thinking, to the crib, you know, or, or it's like, hey, come to one of my shows and okay. then hang out backstage. That's got to be the ultimate flex. Yeah, move. but then it's, you know, then it's really boring though. For like you're like for staying, who? Around, staying around. I mean, it's got to be them. friends or come to Vegas and come see the show. Whatever. That's got to be exciting though. Yeah, you send a private jet, do the whole do thing. When, when, when was the last time you were on a date? Um. Yeah, I mean, I had dinner with a girl last night, but with a group of friends. I mean, okay, it's kind of, it kind of always kind of always blended in. I like yeah. that. It's not like a one on one. Like, hey, let's go yeah. to this thing. I just don't have the. Let's go see Avatar yeah, too. Like, it's, it's like, I don't know if I can really just. I do speak that. Navi now. <laughs> yeah. What's the way to Diplo's heart? Man, you know who I, I really like when girls. I mean, I love sweet, nice girls, but when they're mean to me, they really and they fucking <laughs> oh, like you're glutton for punishment, and they, and they really don't, and they like give me like. They make it really difficult. Sometimes I fall into that. It's oh, hard probably, to get. You like, yeah. oh, damn, damn. Or when they're just like, or, yeah, just, they're kind of mean and they're like, kind of like ignore me and stuff. They're mm. kind of been, that's been working lately. Really? Oh, damn. Dude. All right, ladies, if you're listening, yeah. be a <laughs> no, dick. Yeah. For real, dude. <laughs> Treat this man like but dog also, shit. I just, I just love, I you know, I love like, it's hard, but like when, when, you know, it takes a while to tr- kind of trust a girl in these days. Like when you're, sure. when you're, when you're, Oh dude, like, we, know, me, like, know, like dating, dating as a celeb, <laughs> but just like, you know, w- when you know that they're like intentions are really real and they're sweet. And you know, I think it takes me a while to like really warm up to a girl like that. So it's like, it doesn't, it's not that easy. And yeah. it's hard. Cause you're just like, you're never in the same place. Like one nah, or two nights in a row. And then LA is like difficult. Is LA the worst city to date in? Yeah, maybe. 
what? Because everyone's just a fucking cloud sucking parasite. Yeah, I mean, it's it's there's there's a lot of cool girls there. It's just they're like there's like girls all hate each other there too. So there's always like cliques of girls, and then mm. they, you got there's like a lot. You can't you know, go intra. Yeah, there's like shit talking about everybody all the time, and then yeah. you know, damn. But uh, but there's great girls. I have probably so many girlfriends in LA, not like sexual, but there's so mm-hmm. many awesome girls. That Female are like, friends. Yeah, there's so many of those, and they're and they're they're probably the reason. I'm grounded and I'm successful because they give me the best advice. They're the sweetest right. people. Yeah. They're, and they tell you, they keep, they, they tell you to be an asshole. They talk shit to me all Good. the time and they let me know yeah. when I'm Again, doing shit wrong. Treat this man like garbage and you can be his bestie. Yeah. It's cool because like when you're with really a group of guys, like you don't really, it's like you need the girls to really break it down. So like, well, the guy's just like, yeah, just go yeah. off King, go, go smash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man. Diplo, how much money do you make? How much money I make? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a lot of money, but you know, it depends on the season. Okay. Is your All celeb right. like Google net worth accurate? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. Let's look it up. Let's Five see. Million. Let's roll the fucking dice, dude. Yeah. We'll just do a little over. I think all the rappers are mad about those, huh? They always oh, that's money. what yeah. little baby was pissed. Cause he's like, this shit is way too. He was like 5 million. I got 5 million literally right here. Yeah. How much does it cost to rent Diplo? How much? Oh yeah. What? On one example of fee to book depot starting range three hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. Also speaking fee. Also, their speaking fee might be different than the fee shown. This, I don't do speaking. I don't know. This is like a weird. Wait, can we book you for five hundred k? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I right? definitely do it. Yeah. What's That's the most you've What's the most you've ever made in single uh, booking? Single gig, like a rich guy who's wedding or something. Uh, like a chic. Yeah. Shake. Yeah. There's been like. Uh, Probably a track was being mad cagey, but he said he did some super rich guy, American guy's wedding and he wouldn't tell us the amount, but it's good to know that was probably around. Probably probably delete that with a beep. <laughs> what's the what's the littlest amount of money? I've like, DJ for free. So many times. Burning Man. Yeah, Burning Man. DJ at Burning I do pay like to a DJ. Fucking or even when I, like when I did like the after party for the Grammys, I think we had to like all the sponsors uh, running the fees to cost. I know it's probably like 200K and I probably end up putting like maybe 40k in my money. money in to make a great party for like everybody who's involved in my album yeah. it's like that's, yeah, fucking, that's a celebration yeah. it's fucking three nights at this hotel yeah usually what well, do you, what do you okay what, house not again, this so. room but yeah besides uh neosporin for your taint and you had to buy an electric razor yeah what do you like to spend your hard-earned money on that's it man keep it simple yeah, yeah. just just neosporin <laughs> off-brand neosporin and, <laughs> and a trimmer on the road <laughs> um i i don't know spa stuff like stuff for my house and my body and my are you my, big like, health and wellness cat yeah i am what's the craziest like uh la pill like health and wellness thing you've done i don't do anything crazy like put crystals just, in your foreskin or nah, like, i don't do any of that i don't I, 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 will, I will i will i'll leave the crystals out at midnight or you know on a full moon in, okay. your, for, in your foreskin <laughs> in my butthole you're trying to charge up dude yeah. um <laughs> what is it called sunning when you when you open perennial sunning yeah do you do that shit? i actually did the science in that it's kind of makes sense because right be your butt skin is so so loose or yeah. so thin. Specific, specifically yours. Yeah, too. my butt skin is really thin. <laughs> but that's what you. I think the vitamin D that you get from the sun in like a couple seconds is like what you need because you can't put it in your face or whatever. It's, but, it's dangerous. Uh, don't burn. Don't sunburn your asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. which is a, it's a, it's it's depends on where you're going to be. You don't want to fly too close right. to the sun. As exactly. You got to calculate how close you are to the equator. If you're I in once, Antarctica, you can once, fucking. The ones, I, I shaved my head once to the skin. Uh, I was living you in like it? Uh, yeah, all the way to the bottom. I was living in like around Barbados at the time. I was with my girlfriend and I got so fucking sunburned on the top of my head that I thought it was like I had a disease or something. It was, it was so, it was scabbing up that night and I could hear, oh. you hear your scabs <gasps> forming while you're sleeping. Oh, yeah, what? It's like, you hear the noise. Nightmare it, fuel. It's so crazy. And then you, and then the whole thing is like almost scabbed up. And, I, oh. and the guy at the store, it was like a white Barbados has like a different kind of demographic there. And it was like, I was going to 
to the, the pharmacy, like, yo, what am I, what's wrong with this? And they're like, he probably slept under this tree and the, the thing came down and you got to burn your head off. And then the white guy was like, now you're just white. You got yeah. burned. And <laughs> yeah. Here, just put some shit on your, cover your head yeah. with a hat. You forgot and, that, and, a, and that guy was this, the spiciest white boy. Yeah. Yeah. He was. <laughs> that guy he was. Oh, if you go to like Jamaica and you go to the Caribbean, you'll, fi- you'll find some spicy white people. It's kind of crazy how like I was in Jamaica. And oh, he's the spiciest like, white guy. This guy, Costa Titch, who's like, I'm a piano rapper in South yeah. Africa now. That's like kind of like the but biggest white. white guy. Yeah. Uh, Diplo, before we get into the bonus content, we would love to offer up some constructive criticism because obviously you're doing really well for yourself. Um, you're killing it. You know, no Grammy notwithstanding. Um, but we'd love to offer up some constructive criticism. Yeah, if please. we may uh, take it or leave it. Um, I think that of all the things you said, of all the gems you dropped, what really kind of went over our heads the most is your love for Burning Man. Right. So why don't you, we welcomed you into our world uh-huh. by doing this podcast. Why don't you bring us into your <laughs> yeah, world and fly us to Burning Man and maybe we can offer some pre- fresh perspective on like the Orgy Dome, yeah, yeah. on like your sunrise sets. Um, let's do it next year. I'm down. All right. You really fly into Burning Man. Though. You kind of drive. Oh, you got to drive in, right? You could do, fly, you could fly from Burbank. It's like one flight a day. I can get you on that. Oh, okay. sick. Dude. It's called okay. the Burner Express. <laughs> it lands in the dirt. Like, <laughs> wow. Okay. I swear to God. Well, I don't know if I'm just like that. I don't know if I want to do that, but um, okay. So we're going to Burning Man next year. You can. Burning, by the way, Burning Man got really mad at me uh, four years ago because I I, I took a I took a Burning Burner Express like a little prop plane to Reno, and then from Reno I had to charter a jet because I had to make it to um, Electric Zoo here in New York City. And as a joke, we colored the jet. We had like we we put like a fake. Uh, what do you call it? Like a decal? swastika? No, we didn't put swastikas in the jet. We did, we did, we did a decal of Popeye's okay. chicken. Oh, fire! Because in Reno, they had the chicken sandwich had just come out. And they're like, we want you to take some chickens on the on the jet. So they had just it was the weekend the chicken sandwich came out. We didn't actually put Popeye's on the jet, by the way. We just like made it in Photoshop. But we ate chicken on the jet. And Burning Man like wrote to everybody like, we do not do Popeye's chicken jets. <laughs> like we don't do sponsorships. And like they were so mad, it was a total joke. Like right, was, right. But it went against everything that yeah, they stand it was. For. But I was like that. You guys, how can you be radically inclusive but not also be sarcastic? Clearly, these guys also hadn't had that sandwich because if yeah. they had the yes. life changing sandwich, been like, they, they, they would have been, been. Burning Man would have been sponsored by Popeye's <laughs> yes. 100%. from here on out. Burning but Man. I remember it really. Tenders. It was like I burn a lot of bridges. You're talking about like what? What is my misconception? I burn a lot of bridges because people just don't take like my sarcasm and they might right. see right. My, they don't get the humor. They, they don't. They don't get the humor. They might see only that and then like they might go into hysteria like Dippo's only this. They don't actually go read because very few artists are like actually have a sense of humor right. well, or sarcasm, personality dude sarcasm died on the internet for like white people like mm-hmm. 20 That's years true. ago i was really good at twitter had the most followers ever you supposed mad fit pics i was you had doing the number one most followers on twitter at one point i, I had for, for the electronic music and djs i was like up there uh, i was like had two million followers on twitter yeah. so quick and i was t- you want to call shit special everybody Olympics, like it. i was like they had no no filter yeah and like some we, of the oh, tweets come back to me they were, they were fucked oh, yeah. up and i can never you just can't i just don't i can't use twitter anymore it's like you used, to post fit, you, post, you used to post mad fit pics on yeah, Twitter. We were looking at it. Maybe I did. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you were posting fit. You can bring sure, those bro. back. You can bring yeah. those back. Hopefully. People actually go. People like the fit pics. Yeah. Yeah, bro. We're going to post a fit pic and people are going to fucking love it. Yeah, we have oh, to okay. take a pic. And then you're going to post it on your socials and tag. Yeah, okay. It'll be the whole thing. Yeah, please thing. get back on Twitter Damn, to retweet okay. all the promo. Um, okay, so Burning Man fit pics. We got all that. Um, I know I didn't invite you to my wedding. Yeah, my apologies. Cool. Definitely not going to be the last one. It's and I may regret this because you famously ruined Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's wedding. But yeah. My oh. constructive criticism is really just me throwing you a bone. I got you on my next wedding. You'll get the invite. How many weddings are you going to have? Uh, who's to say, bro? Are you still married? Yeah, of course. I but mean, you uh, never know how things could go, dude. Yeah. Valentine's Day went well, <laughs> but that, you know, I got to do it again next year. Just hit me up. Oh, yeah? One. Nick. The new one? Today. There's no, a new not Franklin. One he's, on, he's on Mad Decent. Nick Jonas's? Yeah, no, Nick Franklin Jonas. Nick Franklin Jonas? No, Franklin Jonas <laughs> is the youngest Jonas brother. The new one. 
He's the new Yo, one. Yo, new yeah. Jonas just dropped? <laughs> new, Joe bro? new Joe bro? You can check it out. It's called Cocaine. It's on uh, Pixel Records. So he's like the cool, edgy. He's a wild Jonas. He's a wild oh, boy? Yeah. He's like MGK, bro. He he's a wild boy. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, check if the song is called Cocaine, you already know he's getting my streams. Shout out to fucking Franklin, bro. Diplo, where can the kids follow you? What would you like to plug? Yeah, knowing that uh, I guess this is coming out in let's see. a Mid- month. March I think. Uh, I fucking know. I think. Well, this is going to be out for the country project, so go yeah. check out my album. Presumably, come to Stagecoast and you play there. Yeah, uh, come to one of my little shows. Catch the three of us at Burning Man. Yeah, yeah. come to mm-hmm. Burning Man. Um, if Drake is listening, please follow Diplo. Drake, back. I love Diplo. you, man. <laughs> yeah, hit me back. Let you me guys read. would have so much. You have so much in common too. I really hope that you guys can bury the hatchet, bro. Why don't you do a, a little olive branch hookah? Is there a hookah emoji? We did like- a hookah. We did a July. We, we did a hookah at Michael Rubens. We were like, hey, come have a hookah smoke. And I did wow. What flavor? He had some weird flavor. Yeah, like really? he's a hookah specialist. Like I don't even yeah. know. He was like, well, he's got like, the guy. What's I see melon. He's a hookah sore. Well, yeah, the guy. Honestly, yeah, like plus melon, one was like a hookah guy. Yeah, he flies in his hookah guy. You find hundred percent. I'm not a joking. Taint yeah, groomer. Like, yeah, yeah, taint groomer. She's just got here. <laughs> <laughs> Diplo, thank you, thank bro. You we appreciate your time, Take us out. Yeah.